Shop at Acme and redeem your rewards points for free grocery items or discounts on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Download the Acme mobile app or visit acmemarkets.com. Hello, everybody. WMMR, Philadelphia. Housekeeping. No, thank you. Sleeping. Housekeeping, you want towels? Her towels need sleepy. Housekeeping, you want in for pillow? Please go away. Let me sleep for the love of God. You're listening to Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR with Preston Elliott. Well, listen to every damn word I Steve Morrison. Words are like bullets. Plus, Casey Boyd. Lay off me, I'm starving. Kathy Romano. I'm going to destroy everything you own. Nick McElwain. I'm just not the, the hero type. And Marissa Magnata. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. And now, Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. And welcome. We're here. All of us are here. Casey's Yay! back, everybody. Triumphant return of Mr. Foster. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Friday, December 15th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, more than 30 protesters calling for a ceasefire in Gaza were arrested for blocking traffic on the westbound lanes of the Schuylkill Expressway in Center City yesterday. Police say it happened at about 3.30 Thursday as the group of about 150 people with Jewish Voice for Peace started gathering on the Spring Garden Street Bridge, hanging banners that read, Let Gaza Live and Ceasefire Now. At some point, police say protesters who were in cars below the overpass got out of their vehicles and shut down the westbound lanes of the Schuylkill. Philadelphia police and Pennsylvania State Police swarmed the group and 32 people were arrested and will be cited for being on the highway. Later in the evening, the group of protesters briefly walked to the Philadelphia Museum of Art steps before dispersing. The protest coincided with the last night of Hanukkah. Philadelphia was one of the eight cities to participate in this nationwide protest Thursday. Earlier this year, protest, uh, similar protest was held at 30th Street Station. In that demonstration, more than 60 protesters were arrested for blocking entrances to trains. Drivers and King of Prussia were met with an unexpected road closure and detour yesterday morning on Route 202 northbound when it was closed down due to a sinkhole on the roadway. Uh, the road is closed still between Henderson Road and Solon Boulevard as it, ex- it is expected to remain closed until PennDOT engineers can assess the damages and repair the roadway. Officials hope to have 202 open by this weekend. According to a statement from a spokesperson with Pennsylvania American Water, crews responded to the area Wednesday night uh, due to a service interruption uh, while Making the repair, the crew alerted PennDOT to a possible road condition concern that needed their attention, uh, said the statement. PennDOT officials are calling it a pavement failure. A <laughs> fill material was brought in on Thursday afternoon, which officials say needs to sit for 24 hours before concrete is poured. Drivers are being asked to take alternate routes. Uh, another sinkhole on that same stretch of 202 opened up back in July. A water main break was discovered under the sunken pavement after a period of heavy rain, which had to be repaired twice after it started to sink again. Uh, after the initial repair. And wasn't there, there there's like a uh, fitness center near there uh, that they, oh, li- is it Lifetime? Yeah, that's where- not the same area, but yes, that happened like years ago, right? Where the, like the sinkhole uh, took on part of their pool. Right, right. And that, I mean, that is King of Prussia. Yeah, so that's over in like the town center, right? 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, this is um, like Henderson Road, like a little further down okay. uh, on the other But yeah, they said that that whole area um, is susceptible to sinkholes because there's um, the amount of limestone in the ground there. Oh. So I think it's, yeah, it's most of the most of the King of Prussia area. Uh, PennDOT says they'll be investigating drainage facilities near the sinkhole to make sure they're not part of the problem. Uh, there has been no official word on what caused the sinkhole to open up, but according to 6ABC, three inches of rain was recorded in nearby Norristown on Sunday. <laughs> well, that might have yeah. A bull on the loose was spotted running on the New Jersey transit train tracks in Newark uh, on Thursday morning before it was safely captured. The first, <laughs> the first reports came in at 1030 <laughs> at Newark Penn Station. Police responded to multiple agencies uh, eventually and multiple agencies eventually found the animal and contained it inside a fence. Did you see the pictures of it? Like, yeah. yeah little absolutely, things on the yeah. train tracks. Not little. Huge thing. Yeah. Things giant. Yeah. Giant. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Newark officials said the bull was tranquilized and it will be uh, retrieved and safeguarded by a local animal sanctuary. No injuries were reported throughout the incident. New Jersey Transit said there were delays up to 45 minutes between Newark Penn Station and Penn Station, New York, due to the police activity. In sports this morning. Flyers won again, beating the Washington Capitals yes. 4-3 in an overtime shootout last night in South Philadelphia. Bobby Brink scored the deciding goal in the shootout and also scored in regulation. Sean Couturier also scored in the shootout for the Flyers, who have won five of six and extended their point streak to seven consecutive games. Owen Tippett and Joel Farabee scored in regulation, and Samuel Arison made 27 saves to earn the win. The Flyers have won all three shootouts they've been in this season. They're at home again tomorrow night and will host the Detroit Red Wings at 7 o'clock. The Sixers, who have won four games in a row, to improve to 16-7, and play the Detroit Pistons, who have lost 21 straight games, including the loss to the Sixers in Detroit on Wednesday night. The two teams play each other again tonight in South Philly. Tip-off will be at 7 o'clock. In Thursday night football, the Raiders beat the L.A. Chargers 63-21. to Four days after being shut out 3-0, the Raiders scored 42 points by halftime <laughs> and set a franchise scoring record topping the team's 59-14 win in Denver in 2010. It was also the most points ever allowed by the Chargers, who gave up 57 to the St. Louis Rams in October of 2000. And the 10-3 Eagles, who have lost two in a row, don't play again until Monday night, and they'll travel to Seattle to take on the 6-7 and seven Seahawks. Kickoff on Monday night will be at 8-15. And that's what I have for you this morning. All righty, then. Thank you very much, Kathy. Friday feels good, does it not? It absolutely Dude. does. Always feels good. No horrible. sad bro. Yeah, we have a stock car racing experience, actually two of them that we're going to give away for the Word of the Week prize later on this morning. We will get to that. We got some really cool guests on the show. Uh, David Lucas is going to be at Punchline this weekend, so he's going to be stopping by in the 8 o'clock hour. And then we have an amazing actor. Jason Isaacs will be on the program. He's starring as Cary Grant in a new series that's called Archie, and you can see that on uh, BritBox now. But he has been in so many great movies. He was the uh, the evil uh, British soldier in The Patriot. Oh, yeah. uh, he's uh, uh, Lucius Malfoy in the Harry Potter series, Black Hawk Down, a bunch of great movies, a fantastic actor, and actually a really nice guy, even though he plays evil characters. <laughs> yeah, really and well. plays them so well. Uh, so we're going to talk to him in the 9 o'clock hour. That's going to be really cool. And, uh, oh, 
We get to try our new Mini Melts flavor. Yeah. Yeah. Mini Melts ice cream. We will do that with a connoisseur, and we'll have a lot of things for you to win this morning. We'll do some Christmas miracle giveaways. we got a bunch of stuff happening. Nice. So it's a wonderful way to end the weekend. Our good friend and family member, Casey Boy, is back. on death's door for a little while there. <laughs> Two days off. He's not usually you. You really soldier through, so you had to be hurting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, and now it's like... I can't hear out of my left ear, so but I feel okay. All right, so, so I'm just completely clogging my left. ear. Is that ear. right? Really? Yeah. Huh? I have no idea how or why. But you know uh, what? My my son recently had that happen to him, and I was like, "Wow, okay, that might be." I don't know if that sometimes is a viral thing that can that can happen. But he literally went and had the ears flushed out, and it was just a blockage. It was is that what it was? Like, is it? Like, really? And, and he, I'm like, "You feel better?" He's like, "Oh yeah, I can hear everything fine huh. now." So you, you may <laughs> you may want to look into that. I All don't right. Know. To irrigate it, but. Dr. Mike, I'm calling you if you want to stop by here on your way into work. Okay, you could. Come on by, Mike. We'd love to have you. We love you. We love you. All right, let's take a break. Come back. The Entertainment Report. Stupid question. That stuff, yep, it's up first. We will roll into it when we get back. So hang out for a moment. Who's playing where? When? Answer your Philly concert inquiries at WMMR.com. All the shows that rock, all in one place. Just click on our always up-to-date concert calendar at WMMR.com. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash for 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. IHateStevenSinger.com. One place, one price. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Let's give something away. We have a hand in stone gift card good for a free massage or a facial. And the question that I will ask you, and speaking of facials and treatments like that, what moisturizer is derived from sheep's wool? What moisturizer is derived from sheep's wool? That is correct. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. What moisturizer is derived from sheep's wool? Uh, Let's go through the list of birthdays while we're awaiting your answer today being the 15th day of December. And Don Johnson has a birthday today. 
Uh, Don turns 74 years old. Has had a really good long run yeah. uh, his career. Obviously, Miami Vice. But I think recently, the thing that I thought was really wonderful in was The Watchmen. Oh, yeah. I agree. I was thinking yeah. the same thing. It's really good. Um, pretty cool character. Yeah. It has a twist in it as well. And uh, and I, I still I love him in... Um, Tin oh, Cup is one of my favorites. You love to hate him. Absolutely. Uh, and he is doing all right. He is 74 years old today, so happy birthday. Oh, this is from Watchmen. This is yep. one of the songs. We use this like around like Halloween and we need a tense piece of music, but this is from that HBO series of uh, The Watchmen. Uh, we also have uh, Paul Simonon, who is the bassist for The Clash. When I first saw his name, I'm like, oh, Paul Simon has a birthday. Yeah, Paul uh, Simon. We love you, Paul no, Simon. Paul Simonon, bassist for The Clash. Uh, turns 68 years old today. And I screwed up, sent a bouquet of flowers to Paul Simon. Oh, yeah. you know what? Yeah. He'll, he'll appreciate it anyway. Uh, we also have Julie Tamor, the director of Broadway, uh, The Lion King, film yes. director of Across the Universe as well. Which I... I'm a fan of that movie. Amongst uh, many other credits, yeah, she is uh, very talented and turned 71 years old today. Did you, did you like that movie? I never watched the whole thing. Okay. I need to I need to go back. I, I saw part of it. It was a part with Bono, and I really wasn't that impressed with it, and so I, I blew it off, which I probably shouldn't have done. Well, critically, it wasn't that well-received, but yeah. it, it kind of hit me the right spot. But being the Beatles fanatic that I am, I, yeah. I owe it to myself to go and, and watch the whole thing. Uh, great drummer, and he's been here in the studio before, Mr. To Carmine Apiece. He's played with everybody from uh, Vanilla Fudge, where he got his start, but Jeff Beck, uh, Eddie Money, Pink Floyd, Rod Stewart for years. And he was integral in me being a drummer because he, he wrote a book called Realistic Rock. It is the book that taught me how to play drums. You brought it in. I brought in my original one yeah. that my very first drum teacher gave me. I still have it with all the notes and stuff. And I brought it and showed <laughs> it to him. And we went there and we flipped through the book. How cool and he's was checking that? out the notes that my teacher had made in there. And he was pointing out some stuff and some stories that he told me about him and John Bonham and you know uh, and one of the figures that he had in in the book he's like I told Bonham about this and I was like oh man it was so cool I mean it doesn't There's- get any better than especially from you for throughout your life to be there and yeah. he was so cool so he signed it, and I have it framed, and it's uh, it's on the wall next to my drum He's going to be at uh, Paul Simon's birthday party. Oh, well, that's, yeah, yeah, that'll yeah. be a treat. <laughs> uh, he is 77 years old today. Uh, it's Helen Slater's uh, birthday as well. Supergirl. Yeah, Supergirl and the legend of Billie Jean. Which is fun movie. Billie Jean and that. You know what else was kind of a, a goofy, fun movie, too, that she was in, Steve? The Secret of My Success. Oh, yeah, with uh, Michael J. Fox. I yeah. enjoyed that movie. It, it, it's oh, a good movie, like yeah. That. Do you remember that? Yes, yeah. I do. That one doesn't get the replay treatment that a lot of movies do on TV. It's sort of a riff on a movie, uh, which is a, a Broadway musical called How to Succeed in Business yes. Without Really Trying. Right, yes. Uh, she was also in City Slickers, uh, and she celebrates her 60th birthday today. Uh, at Adam Brody, who's been in a bunch of movies, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, uh, thank you for smoking. He's also in The O.C. Uh, he is 44 today. Uh, Michelle Dockery, Downton Abbey. I don't know the Downton Abbey oh, cast. She? she plays Cooter. Very well. She's yeah, Cooter yeah, yeah. from Downton Abbey, which that's part of the downstairs. <laughs> yeah, the downstairs. Crew. Yeah, 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 yeah works downstairs. Oh, the garage. She was Lady Mary. She was the, the main character. Oh, okay. Well, you, you can call me Cooter. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy, is she the American? Uh, <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Was she American? Like I think one, she is. Yeah, I think there's like the one American character. Oh, no, no, no. Oh. In in the show? Yes. No, no. Uh-uh. She was not the American. So she is celebrating her 40. Currently working on the General Lee's second birthday today. Nick, that was her. Uh, the American was her mother, was Lady Mary's right. mother. Uh, okay. Uh, 
All right, and then the last birthday I saw is Maud Apatow. Uh. Marissa had just mentioned her yesterday or the day before because uh, uh, Euphoria. We had talked about that real quick. She's in that. She's the daughter of Judd Apatow and Leslie uh, Man. She's really good, and she's also um, she's um, in The King of Staten Island. Uh, and a couple other things where she has distinguished herself as an actress. And this is 40, where, this is 40, where she got started. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she's, she's the one who's fanatical over finishing loss. That's right. I love it. Yeah. She is 26 years old today. Wow. wow, that's crazy. All right. We'll see if someone knows the answer to the super question this morning. What moisturizer is derived from sheep's wool? Uh, 215-263-WMMR is the number. And our first caller in was Nancy. So we will go to her. Hi, Nancy. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Nance, do me a favor. Tell me what moisturizer is derived from sheep's wool. It would be lanolin. Lanolin. You got it. So what, do they put them in blenders? Hang on a second. No, it's actually, you know, we uh, we have a farm behind our house, and they have sheep. And one time we went over there, and uh, they showed us they have these uh, glands that secrete it, and it ends up on their skin and, and in that wool. I don't know how they get it out of there, but it's like yeah. this yellowish stuff. They have to suck on it with their mouths. That they <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's how they do it. They didn't do it while we were no, there. No, no, it's disgusting and embarrassing. Uh, Nancy, hang on. We're going to give you a Handstone gift card good for a free massage or facial. Give the gift to glow this holiday season with a gift card uh, from Hand and Stone. And if you buy a spa package, you get a free massage facial gift card. And anybody's going to enjoy the massage services and the rejuvenating glow of their facial services provide restrictions. Apply and see the spa for more details. So Curb Your Enthusiasm had a uh, great run. And Larry David announced on Thursday that the 12th season of the hit show will be its last. Uh, as he said, as Curb comes to an end, I will now have the opportunity to finally shed this Larry David persona <laughs> and become the person God intended me to be, the thoughtful, kind, caring, considerate human being I was until I got derailed by portraying this malignant character. So the, the series, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Nick, I know you're uh, a, a consistent watcher, there, there was a, uh, a pause and then a... Oh, there's went, several pauses. Right, went back into production. Yeah, I mean, it's Steve, I think maybe it started like early 2000s yeah. uh, and there'd be, you know, sometimes two or three years in between seasons. Right, right. I uh, continued saying, and so, Larry David, I bid you farewell. Your misanthropy will not be missed. And for those of you who would like to get in touch with me, you can reach me at Doctors Without Borders. <laughs> That's what he's going to be a part of. Uh, the final season of Curb is set to premiere on HBO and Max on February 4th. So that'll be it. He's in this Defending Your Life Albert Brooks documentary that Rob Reiner put together. And uh, he he is fanboying over Albert Brooks. Oh, yeah. It's wild to watch it, yeah. Nice. Uh, in an interview with British Vogue, published on Thursday, Emma Watson explained why she's taken a break from acting in recent years. Didn't she just get outlandish breast implants? Uh, maybe she did. Uh, the Harry Potter star's last role was in uh, 2019's Little Women. She said, I'm just so glad I did, uh, because I have this feeling of having my own voice and creative space and sovereignty in some way that I don't think I did before. More autonomy. Um, she has since started an MA in uh, creative writing at the huh. University of Oxford. Ooh. And she also made her directorial debut with a Prada commercial as well. And she says she'd like to do a genetically altered shark movie. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, listen, she's branching out. Um, 
I love her in Beauty and the Beast. Oh, it yeah. was just on the other night. Yeah. You know, lovely. I love that version. Yeah, she said, I'm so glad that I allowed things to be messy for a minute yeah. and to really allow myself to know to not know what's next because the knowing that I've come to, I wouldn't trade that for anything. That she's been come to know to known as. It's everything. basically what I've been come to know as. Uh, during a recent episode of Variety Actors on Actor Series, uh, Zach Efron uh, commented on the recent passing of his co-star, Matthew Perry. They were in 17 again together. Yeah. He said he was in a unique position for me in my career and in my life. His passing is affecting me a lot. And it can be incredibly lonely being an actor and being in the spotlight. It definitely can be isolating. Uh, he also shared that he wished that he and Perry had stayed in better contact in recent years. He said it's very important to reach out to friends and foster relationships where you can talk and share stories. And I wish in the past couple of years that I had an opportunity to do that with Matthew. Uh, he added, uh, I hold the time we share together really dear, and I've been thinking about him a lot every single day. So I never saw that movie. Is that, is I didn't good? either. Because yeah, I get tired of like the, it's the body the, swap Yeah, thing. exactly. Yeah. And I probably had a little Matthew Perry fatigue at the time, to be honest. But um, it looks like there's a lot of people in it that I like. I don't yeah. think there was a body swap as much as there was. Genitals. No, 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 no. He just got younger. But re- that re- okay? Re- remained, oh, okay. remained in his older Wait, no. The freak happened in that movie. <laughs> I think you're right, Case. I think, yeah. uh, so, so his mind stayed the same, they, but his body was younger. Yeah, they played play the same character named Mike O'Donnell. And, okay. Uh, Matthew Perry's the older version of it. But it's got Leslie Mann, Thomas Lennon, who I love. Uh, uh, good people. Yeah. There's a graphic bird. sex scene with Zac Efron and Leslie Mann because they're a married couple. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Graphic? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Taylor Swift. Can add one more accolade. A state House of Representatives resolution is recognizing 2023 as the Taylor Swift era in her home state of Pennsylvania. It's pretty wild. Yeah, of course they're doing it at the ass end of the year. Yeah. Uh, but they, they have said that the year was her era. Lawmakers approved the resolu- resolution on Swift's 34th birthday. Probably, you know, since she got Time Magazine. Sure. Uh, Woman of the Year or Person of the Year. That, that kind of ushered in and they've said, you know, let's Te- add to it. So Technically, does this mean she's now our governor? Quite yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite yeah. possibly. I think she can, like, stay execution. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, like right. Yeah. 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 You might want to ch- check your pay stubs. Make sure you're not sending, yeah. like, uh, two cents of every paycheck to the Taylor, to Taylor Swift. Swift. Yeah. Uh, Pennsylvania has benefited from her Midas Touch over the past year. Sponsors say the frenzy for tickets to her tour promoted legislative action in the state to address Ticketmaster shortcomings. Uh, Swift buoyed the local economy with her stops in Philadelphia and Pittsburgh and donated proceeds to hunger relief organizations like <laughs> Phil Abundance. And that's not an overstatement. They yeah. did an estimate. It was in the uh, the inquire about how much revenue her tour coming yeah. to the area brought into the area. Yep. Insane amounts of money. Uh, while the resolution had its naysayers, it passed 103 to 100. Uh, Speaker Representative uh, Joanna McClinton, a Democrat from Philadelphia County, jested, "Haters gonna hate, hate, hate." <laughs> so if you're if you're one of the politicians that didn't vote for this, and someone is running against you, right? Use that. <laughs> Political exactly. ad, right? Yeah. Most Republicans. <laughs> she, she didn't vote to make it in the era of Taylor Swift. 
shift. <laughs> Most Republicans voted against the measure, as did a few Democrats. Uh, she has, quote, transcended the role of pop star, the resolution said. The resolution recognizes her accomplishments throughout the past year, saying that she shines as a role model of courage, self-acceptance, and self-determination, persisting in the face of personal and professional obstacles and challenges. Guess who doesn't like Taylor Swift? Representative Don West. <laughs> uh, she grew up near West Reading, of course, in Berks County, and though she left Pennsylvania for Nashville to begin her music career as a teenager, uh, she had some nods to the Commonwealth in her songs Gold Rush and Seven, to name a couple. I Not familiar. I wouldn't know personally, but uh, in her home state hasn't forgotten her. A mural commemorating the artist's youth was posted in her hometown this summer, claiming her as Reading's own Taylor Swift. So she has got this resolution in uh, Pennsylvania. Um, Oprah Winfrey appeared on a recent episode of the Drew Barrymore show. And some on social media were bothered by how much Drew was touching Oprah. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> However, Winfrey told TMZ she thought it was comforting. The former talk show host explained, I was actually comforted by the stroking of the arm. I went home and told Stedman I need to be stroked on the arm. It's so comforting. And then, But the thing I think that a lot of people responding to is at one point during the interview, President Chair, she got up and sat on Oprah's shoulders. Oh. Yeah, which weird. Okay, like piggyback? Yeah. Or, or, well, or, she or, sat on the back of the couch with her legs down over her. Oh, over her face. Yeah. Wow. Uh, she said, no, it was, I was not uncomfortable at all. I've never seen her done that, but I thought it was endearing. I thought it was really great. Drew's terrific, and I love that she's always herself. That's kind of her thing. She curls up on the couch, or she'll get down on the floor. You know, that's her. Drew will? Yes. Okay. That's your jam. All right, cool. Yeah. Uh, listen to this, man. Rosario Dawson is going to be a grandmother next what? year. Wait, what? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, she told Page Six on Wednesday that her 21-year-old daughter, daughter, Isabella, is pregnant with her first child. Uh, she adopted Isabella Hi, in... Hi, Grandma! <laughs> <laughs> By the way, do we have that whole thing? Uh, I... Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-do-do-do-be-be-ba-ba. Hi, Grandma! I think I do. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but it comes at the end of an entire presentation. It does. Yeah, uh, it does. I do have the whole thing. All right, All right. fire away. Wait, hi, you... Grandma. Whole thing. All right, you got to give me a second here. Okay. All right, here it is. Hi, Grandma. I'm usually pretty good at picking up on nonverbal communication, but that one in particular. I was uh, completely wrong because I started going into it. I started going, and then uh, I I can see your faces, and I was thinking that you guys were, like, mad at me. Like, dude, you're being an idiot, and you're wasting time on radio. Uh But really, you were just being quiet because you realized that I was making an ass out of myself. And we were going to get a good run of audio. (laughs) It's whenever Pierre starts babbling about something, we're like, back back off. Yeah. We got to get this clean. Back off, War Child. We're getting gold here. <laughs> Serious. Back yeah. off, War Child. Seriously. Yeah. So. Um... Hi, Grandma. Hi, Grandma. Hi, Grandma. That's one. I'm not unlike the. Hey, everybody's good to have you on the Baba Tutaba. Yeah. 
I don't think I could probably figure this one oh, out. Oh, yes, you could. Not only that, but you could play drums to it, too. I could do that. Hi, Grandma. Hi, Grandma. I bet you a listener could take that and set like a beat to it and a bit of a tune. It's definitely rhythmic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would like to turn it into a Cat Stevens-style song. Oh, really? Okay. Slow it down a bit. Hi, Grandma. Just side note real quick. Casey, I got a text from a friend the other day, a guy that I've known for a long time, and um, he is teaching his son Spanish, and he used Espanol as Spanish no! for Spanish, which is probably 17 years old at this point. Oh, yeah. It, it has it, to be. It is early days here at MMR, and so he remembered it, <laughs> so he played That's it for great. his son, who's in middle school now, and it literally helped his son learn a little bit of Spanish. Hi, Grandma. Nick, can you do me a favor real yeah. quick and see how old <laughs> Rosario Dawson is? Uh-huh. Uh, so she has a 21-year-old daughter named Isabella. She's pregnant with the first child. Dawson adopted her in 2015 when she was 11 years old. All right. So there might be... Dawson adopted this girl when she was 11? No, 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 no. The girl was 11. She's only 44. She's 44. So she was 33 when she adopted her and the kid was already 11. Okay, well... At 11, I don't know if I was mature enough to adopt children. Uh, But she said it's very exciting and uh, she said that uh, she looks forward to being called a glamma. Glamma. (laughs) So we'll see. Uh, Let's see. Speaking of... uh, uh, children, Paris Hilton shared a video to TikTok on Wednesday to clear the air about a comment she made on a recent episode of her reality show, Paris in Love. Uh, she told her sister... I didn't even know that was on. Nikki Hilton, that she hadn't changed her son Phoenix Phoenix's diaper yet. Uh, she said, on my show, Paris in Love, I joked about changing a diaper for the first time, which, let's be honest, was just me having a bit of fun. As you can see, I changed his diaper the night I brought him home. Uh, and and then she wrote, but in all seriousness, when it comes to being a mom, I am fully involved and loving every moment of it. It's interesting how a playful comment can be taken so seriously, even though this season was the most real, authentic, and raw that I have ever been with my fans. Sometimes I play into the whimsical character I portrayed on The Simple Life. Yeah, well, you got to watch that then. If you're running both tabs, you're yeah. going to get people confused. But yeah. um, you're a huge fan of that show, right? The, oh, uh, I'm all in. Paris yeah, and Love. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, so real quick, because I, I have to bring this up uh, to you, Kathy, because uh, Rockstar Rob, the last two times they asked me mm-hmm. uh, that I saw him, did you know that they stayed on your street when uh, they were filming The Simple Life? That uh, apparently there at some house on your street? There, I've said it. You don't even have to answer the question. So next true. time Rob sees me, I can say, yeah, I asked her and she didn't say okay. anything. Uh, it appears that the romance rumors are true regarding Olivia Rodrigo and Enola Holmes actor Louis Partridge. Uh, according to Entertainment Tonight, the pair were photographed kissing at a gas station. In New York City. You know, my son is a huge Olivia Rodrigo fan. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. It's so bizarre because usually when he gets in my car, he's like, can I have the ox? And I'm like, yeah, here you go. And he'll play me Drake or some other rap artist. But, like, lately it's been uh, her. She's a a looker. (laughs) She is. She was on uh, SNL. Uh, She was a musical guest over the weekend. And Adam Driver was the host. And um, it was a really pretty song that she played. I only watched one of them. But I, I liked it. It was pretty. Uh, so this whole thing comes after they sparked some dating rumors back in October. So and now they're making out. Now they're making out at a gas station. And I like the show he's on. Mm. Uh, according to Deadline, closing arguments were heard in Jonathan Major's domestic violence trial yesterday. The jury began deliberating later in the day. Uh, they're expected to continue to do so today. And he could face up to a year in jail if he's convicted. So my uh, guess is that won't happen. But there will be something. It, it, it is at this point in my, uh, you know, I'm, I'm more pre as we all are, but I'm going to 
it's not looking good for him, I'd say. Yeah, probably not. I mean, but um, we'll, we'll have to see what the jury comes back with. People reports that Brooklyn Nine-Nine actor Andre Brower's uh, case, uh, cause of death was revealed yesterday, three days after he passed away on Monday at the age of 61. Uh, the Homicide Life in the Street actor's rep told the outlet he died due to lung cancer. Was he a smoker? It, it, I don't know that, and it's not yet known when he was first diagnosed uh, yeah. with the illness either. They, so They said I'm it was really, aggressive, that yeah, I know. Yeah, and, and I, when they initially reported this, they, they called it a short illness. So yeah. I'm, that leads me to believe that he recently found out right. about the diagnosis. Yeah. I, I don't know, maybe within the past year or something like that. Who knows? But maybe more will come out. And yeah, Steve, I don't know if he was a smoker or not. Uh, James Gunn took to threads recently to defend his casting choice for Superman Legacy. He said the whole point was it's not a large film. I mean, not in terms of cast. It's normal for single protagonist films to have other characters. Much more unusual for them not to, he wrote. And he then went on to slam meaningless cameos. He said, I call that cameo porn, and it has been one of the worst elements of recent superhero films. If a character is in a film, uh, they have to have a reason to be there story-wise. Uh, and he said, I don't mind actual cameos if it's a glimpse or a moment, an Easter egg. What bothers me is when they mangle an elegant story by shoehorning characters in. Uh, they aren't there because the story calls for it, but for some <sighs> other reason. I agree with James Gunn on that. Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to think of examples of that, and I couldn't. Well, like with the with the Black Adam when they they after the fact uh, shoehorned in Superman at the end of that. I haven't seen that. Yet, okay, so, yeah, 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 but yeah. they do. Yeah, okay. they do. People were giving him crap, James Gunn crap for uh, putting his brother in the movies too. And as it's Sean Gunn, he's in the, all the uh, Guardians movies. He's a great actor. He's awesome. He's yeah. terrific, and he's uh, a wonderful addition to the movies. And and people are saying, Why you know, wouldn't you? I know the guy's right? good. He's fun. Uh, I, I say this. Trust James Gunn. I yeah. agree. Yeah. Agreed. The guy knows how to make good movies. Yep. Shut up. Uh, according to Entertainment Tonight, the celebrity guest judges for season 16 of RuPaul's Drag Race have been announced. There's some good names here. Yeah. Uh, fans can look forward to appearances by Sarah Michelle Gellar, Charlize Theron. Whoa. I mean, that's full on A-lister yeah. right there. Uh, Becky G, Kaya Gerber, uh, Kelsey Mitch McConnell, uh, Ballerini, <laughs> Mitch McConnell. Shake your money maker. <laughs> oh my God! What? Shake that money maker, dude. <laughs> Work it, girl. Yeah. Fierce. <laughs> Very. Fierce. Now that I can do the impression, I have to insert him. In. Please. please. Oh do my God! It I, 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 I love that. Is one of my favorite impressions. Straight too. up, you look like a chick. <laughs> Uh, Kira Cedric as well, and more. And the new That's season big, yeah. uh, premieres on MTV on January 5th, by the way. What's that show? Been on the 100 years now? The 16th season. Yeah. So, yeah. And it, it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so Anne Hathaway is glad that her Barbie movie never came to fruition. Uh, she said, was <laughs> telling Variety yeah. that okay. Devil Wears Prada actor as, was announced as the star of Sony's Barbie movie in 2017. Uh, but she was uh, talking to the Happy Sad Confused podcast and uh, about that movie and that uh, she talks about the movie that did get, did get made. She said, what's so exciting about what Greta and Margot and that phenomenal team did is they hit a bullseye. 
The bullseye caused the entire world to reach this level of ecstasy. Now, imagine that version, that much energy, that much anticipation, that much emotion, but it's not the right version. And I actually think of it as a lucky thing that it didn't get made. She said, if, if I believe that the version I was attached to could have done that, I might feel differently about it, but I genuinely think their film was the best possible version. It's just easy to be thrilled and happy for them, and I love watching women kill it, she said. So she's happy. Yeah. Sienna Miller's family is growing. Um, the she, You're huge. She confirmed that she is pregnant with another girl. Oh. Uh, displaying her baby bump in a cropped sweater on the cover of Vogue. Uh, Miller, who is 28 weeks and expecting with her boyfriend, actor Ollie Green, uh, addressed it all. And she said, I felt so bad that Marlo didn't have a little partner in crime. Uh, so Marlo's the other kid. Uh, rumors of Miller's pregnancy swirled in August. Ooh. As she was photographed with a growing bump while in a bikini in Ibiza. Uh, in September, she stunned in a two-piece uh, Shia Pirelli look yeah. that showed off her pregnant belly at the start of London Fashion Week during the Vogue World London event. What a way to live. She posed for the cameras, clasping her hands on her stomach. Did uh, rumors swirl at that point as well? I think they did. I think they served. A lot of swirlies going on. Uh, and this will be the second child for her who welcomed daughter Marlo in 2012 with the Sandman star, uh, Tom Sturridge. So they got another one on the way. Oh, yay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess we'll get to the movies that are opening. Yeah. Right This weekend, you will find Wonka, comedy, musical fantasy, Timothy Chalamet, Hugh Grant, Kala Lane. Uh, Wonka tells the wondrous story of how the world's greatest inventor, magician, and chocolate maker became the beloved Willy Wonka we know today. It's an hour and 56 minutes long. It's rated PG. It's a wide theater release and gets an 83%. That's a good, solid score. Absolutely. Also opening this weekend is Chicken Run, Dawn of the Nugget. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love the first movie. It's an animated adventure comedy, and it stars uh, Thandie Newton, Zachary Levi, and Daniel Mays. Having escaped from the farm, Ginger and Rocky welcome a new little adventure into their lives. Back on the mainland, the whole of chicken kind faces a terrible new threat. Uh, it's an hour and 37 minutes long. It's rated PG, and it is released in limited theaters and streaming today as well. Well, it's a good 77% Rotten Tomatoes. And then the final movie to mention is The Family Plan. Uh, it's an action comedy. Uh, it stars Mark Wahlberg, Michelle Monaghan, and Maggie Q. Dan Morgan loves his quiet suburban life as a devoted husband, father of three, and successful car salesman. But that's only half of the story. Decades earlier, he was an elite government assassin tasked with eliminating the world's deadliest threats. When enemies from his past track him down, Dan packs his unsuspecting wife, angsty teen daughter, 
pro gamer team son, an adorable 10-month-old baby, into their minivan and takes off on an impromptu cross-country road trip to Las Vegas. Determined to protect his family while treating them to the vacation of a lifetime, Dan must put his long-dormant skills into action without revealing his true identity. It's an hour and 58 minutes long. Rated PG-13. Streaming today on Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, no score yeah. available now on Rotten Tomatoes. Sounds a lot like True Lies, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. kind of like that. Yeah, the hidden uh, secret that uh, he's an agent that will go out and kill people. <laughs> All right, we're ready for clips. The Buccaneers. That's a show set in the 1870s about girls trying to find a husband during the London debutante season. And in this clip, actor Guy Remmers talks about competing for the main character's love. Here we go. So like Nan, for both the young guys, she's just this ball of light and energy and she lights up every room she walks into. And I think definitely in that time period, people were more reserved and carried themselves mm-hmm. in a certain way, whereas Nan is just Nan and is, I think she releases both of our characters mm-hmm. to be themselves and, and to feel like it's it's okay to just be, be yourself. need to hurt funny. Buccaneers is now streaming on Apple TV. Here's our next clip. American fiction is about a novelist who confronts our culture's obsession with reducing people to outrageous stereotypes. In this clip, actor Erica Alexander talks about the challenges that she faced. Here we go. To remind myself that it might be a quieter character than I'm used to, but that she needed to be in harmony with the whole, with the ensemble, and that there were there were other ways to play uh, intimate and to, to have impact. And so that's what I tried to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, big whoop. No one cares. Uh, American Fiction is available in select theaters today. I forgot to mention something in the entertainment report. Um, did you guys see the trailer for... Um, if. Beverly nope. Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop. Form. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Did you see that? I am impressed. I am too. <laughs> yes. Uh, they're, they're leaning a little more serious cop drama with, uh, yeah. with the obvious, you know, <laughs> Eddie, Eddie Murphy humor, but... It looks like that might work. I, I think it's a lot of times what you'll find is fans of the original come into positions of power or at least the ability to produce a version. Right. And I think this is what this is. So um, I'm liking what I'm seeing. So I saw, and, and I only watched it one time because it was an ad essentially that ran uh, yeah. while I was look, looking for some prep or something like that. But I saw Judge Reinhold. Yep. Um, I think I saw Bronson Pinchot. Bronson Pinchot was in it. Absolutely. Oh, um, Paul Reiser. Paul Reiser. Paul, yeah. Paul Reiser. Yeah. Uh, so there's some there's some familiar faces from the movies in the past, but it looks like they're going to go with a decidedly, you know, Kevin Bacon Kevin. plays look wow. like he plays the antagonist. Uh, that they're going to play this like a, a a pretty gritty movie, but with some comedy in it. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully, yeah. Uh, keep fingers crossed. Yeah, definitely. All right. With that, we're going to have to take a break. And looking at our, our guests and what time we're having people on, I'm guessing we're going to have to do the connoisseur. We're going to have to do it next. Right off the yes. bat. Which so that means, means, ladies and gentlemen, we get to eat ice cream yeah. at yeah. 7 o'clock hour <laughs> on a Friday morning. Uh, but we'll uh, we'll have some stuff for you to win, too, with the uh, movie clips and all that stuff. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a second. Day has broken. Yeah! And it's on a Friday. No sad, bro. We'll be right back. 93.3 WMMR and Phoenixville First presents Preston and Steve's Christmas Miracle. The Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Edition. This Wednesday, live from the Colonial Theater in Phoenixville, PA. 
at stake some of the coolest prizes, gadgets, and gifts from our winter wonderland of clients and sponsors. Like Godshaw's Bacon, Warner Brothers Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom, and the Philadelphia Sixers. You could even score a flyaway weekend to a VIP club show with Disturbed in Nashville. Listen to the Preston and Steve show or head to WMMR.com to grab your spot in the studio audience. Preston and Steve's Christmas Miracle. Some people call it a Christmas miracle. Presented by Phoenixville First. PhoenixvilleFirst.org. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your holidays. It's a Friday morning. We got some guests coming up, including actor Jason Isaac, who we're very much looking forward to speaking to, and also David Lucas, who's going to be at Helium Comedy Club. So that means we need to do the Connoisseur segment right now. And Connoisseur! Sorry to interrupt, Mr. Announcer. Not a problem. You're the Connoisseur. Listen, I'm just excited because we, yet again, uh, the Connoisseur segment is sponsored by Mini Melts Ice Cream. Yeah! And we get to sample a new flavor All this right. morning. By the way, we had a staff meeting <laughs> earlier this week, and uh, Chuck, who is going to be, Chuck D'Amico, is going to be our program director when Bill Weston is retired at the end of the month, and he made a statement. He's like... There is a Minnie Melts ice cream freezer <laughs> in the Preston and Steve Acme Lounge. Please do not take any of it uh, because it's there for us to do these samples, yes. to do these testing, and we have to have our own specific fruit. We can't just throw it in the uh, in the station freezer because it needs to be colder, right. temperature wise, uh, because this stuff is special made. Do you know, reading the uh, the uh, specifications, the data on the mini melts of the particular flavor that we're doing today, Rainbow Ice. So it is one serving. 80 calories. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. Well, this morning we are trying a sorbet. Yes. This is not an ice cream, technically. This is a sorbet that we are trying. So uh, it's dairy-free if you would like to have that. And Steve's diving in. So is Casey. Uh I I can't do it at the same time, you guys. Yes, Nick. So I have, um, you know, we mentioned this before, but in the Mini Melts package, you get the little spoon on the inside, which is fantastic. It's a little plastic spoon. Yeah. And Preston, all of the little Mini Melts, there's a clump that is frozen to my spoon. It's my first big bite. (laughs) Steve, look at the size of this thing. That's a wild. Isn't that great? <laughs> so I'm very excited. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm. This is a very sorbet-ish. It's a sorbet. That's what this is. So um, I love that. I love sorbets. Uh, sorbet and um, what's the other one? Sherbert. <laughs> Sherbert. Thank you very There's much. A difference between what do you eat if you're having two sorbets? What do you eat in between? Because oh, it's a sorbet to sort of cleanse your palate. Right? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know, but that's damn I good. Yeah. I'm trying to pinpoint the flavor because it's rainbow, so it's a variety of flavors that are in here. Uh, sherbet is made with dairy. Sorbet is not. Uh, really? Yeah. Okay. So this is a sorbet then. Yep. I taste a cherry in there, Preston. Mm-hmm. I'm picking up on that. Well, each cup of um, rainbow ice mini melt, Steve, it says it's only 80 calories. So feel free to have two or three or five <laughs> if you want to. I love it. Um, and by the way, Mini Melts ice cream is free of all of these things. Soy, egg, peanut, tree nut, sesame. So if you have any allergies or anything like that, you don't have to worry about it. But you get to your local Wawa, taste for yourself. You got to look for the signature Mini Melts ice cream standalone freezer near the front of Wawa, making it easier to grab one near the register. And it has to have its, its own container because they keep it cooler than your regular ice cream. No regular ice cream? Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. All right, no. I'm taking one last bite because I got to do that. I know. It's so... It, I, I can. Um, <laughs> Nick, you said yesterday, 
<laughs> which is a, I hate that. I, I love these things. So I'm annoyed. <laughs> like, I, I didn't want to like them as much as I did because now we have this freezer in the green room. I know. And I'm like, oh, great, cool. A, a snack that I can have on all the time, but it's damn delicious. Yeah. And after we try each flavor, we can just clean out the freezer That's of exactly those right. particular flavors. Yeah. You don't need to do the on-air sample anymore. <laughs> you, know, you know who was disappointed by, by Chuck's news was Ray Coob. He was like, wait, oh, really? Oh, Marcus, I know. Was, he Marcus. was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not right. All right. Um, let's begin with our first uh, story from the connoisseur. We'll do the movie clips in a little bit and give some stuff away. But uh, we're going to start with this DoorDash celebrated its 10-year anniversary and has released food and ordering data acquired through the last decade. This is always kind of interesting. What is ordered the most? Yeah, so instead of the last year, this is the the last decade and the most ordered food nationwide. What would you say? uh, It's kind of a, it's a side dish. Uh, Oh, french fries. All right, what do you guys say? French fries is going to be my guess. Anybody else? Um, Freedom fries. Freedom fries. Tacos? Uh, No, they're, they're right now. Oh, okay, French yeah. fries yep. are tops on the list, followed by chicken quesadillas, Ooh. mozzarella sticks, and oh. then after that is garlic naan, which is fantastic if you've ever What's had it. What naan? is that? It's a uh, it's an Indian bread. Oh. Uh, it's almost a pita-esque, but it's a little bit lighter, mm. and if you get some garlic on it, it's fantastic. So. I am so over mozzarella sticks, by the way. I just I Me can't, too. I can't do them anymore. However, I haven't been to Maggiano's in a little bit. Uh, they have mozzarella. They're like patties. Wedges? Oh, yeah. Like yeah. Wedges? Wedges, yeah. It's That's the same thing. I feel like I could do that. Yeah, but it's all about the presentation. Um, <laughs> the wedge tastes better. The wedge tastes better, I think. <laughs> but yeah, I don't, for some reason, I'm just over the mozz stick. Casey had a name for you for a non uh, business would be non of your business. Non of your business. Yeah. N A A N. So that was, yeah, it was that, that was an interesting one. Uh, as for groceries, the most ordered staples are bananas, huh. Roma tomatoes, and strawberries. Huh. Why, why Roma tomatoes? I don't know. Well, they're smaller. Um, they're firmer. I don't know why, for whatever reason. They're, they're you know what? They're good in salads. Yeah, a lot right. of people put those in salads. So. What's the one I'm thinking about? No, is it San Marzano? The ones that are good for like pizza sauces and stuff? Don't know. Is that what it is? Not really sure. Yeah, because uh, I had to go get uh, tomatoes. I had to get a whole bunch of produce last week, and uh, there was a the request for a specific tomato, and I w- I couldn't find it anywhere. We don't got that. So well, no. Then use- I had to like ask people. I'm like, do you know what? Kind- I wish I could remember what kind of tomato it was. But okay, um, do you use DoorDash? My wife do. I do not. Uh, in 2013, when DoorDash first began delivering, top ordered foods included uh, chipotle chicken sandwiches, pork pot stickers, and tomato bisque soup. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. When, oh, yeah. Give me a regular Saturday night soup. When sending a delivery as a gift, users can choose to include a message as well. Uh, one customer's message read, for my hangry girl, uh, you are not you if you are hangry. And then, then, then there was a note that says, O-O-J. for your stanky armpits, <laughs> L-M-A-O-O. Okay. So anyway, those are just some stats from a decade of DoorDash. I, um, I needed soup the other night. I just wasn't feeling it, and I needed soup. And the only soup we had in our pantry was a lentil soup. I was like, it, 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 this is not a sickness soup. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I love lentil oh, soup. I know, but I, I, was, I needed something with like a chicken stock in it, and this was like, it was really close to being like a chowder consistency. Lentil soup is yummy. I, I'm not hey, saying it's not yummy. It's not a sick soup, though. I have a question. As I was looking in my pantry the other day, 
And we we are down to where we didn't have any tomato soup. I was going to make Rochelle tomato soup and uh, uh, grilled cheese. Great, one of the greatest combinations ever. So we didn't have any, and the only soups we had were cream soups, cream of chicken and cream of mushroom and stuff like that, which are used to make other you know dishes usually. But I'm, I'm, I was curious: does anybody just eat cream of cream of soup? chicken right. soup? Yeah, or cream of mushroom soup. Yeah. I used to just alone by itself. Well, yeah, they, cream they of serve. broccoli, cream of uh, mushroom. I used to love those. Soup. Yeah. Okay, just yeah. by themselves. Cream of mushroom was when I worked at the Dilworth Town Inn. That was like a main. Um, I would you know, like to have that some was, cream of mushroom soup and about, a nice piece. That was food. always on the menu. Mm. How about cream of chicken soup? I like, like it. Yeah, it's like yeah. a standalone. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I myself have not um, really uh, made that um, menu items. I don't uh, think my- that there's a chicken soup I don't like. I, I'm like a, a chicken tortilla soup, a regular oh, straight up chicken that. soup, like chicken noodle soup, all of it. I, chicken with stars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> chicken with rice. Chicken with rice. It's another good one. Yeah. I mean, well, uh, Italian meatball soup uses chicken soup, right, as a um, that's the Italian stock. wedding soup. Yeah, I mean, it, probably the, the stock. Yeah, the, yeah. The Campbell's line of chicken soups are all fantastic. Uh, um, Preston, though, yes, I I think it it is served that way, but I I would pass on. Like, I I, I need would. to stay away from the uh, anything that mixes cream. with a casserole. You don't want to be or a just part like of that. put that that creamy as a soup, like taking a full spoon of that regular soup. I'm like, not a fan of cream. Is it just too broth or chicken broth? It's too thick. It's too yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. I can too see that. Yeah, oh <laughs> it is. <laughs> we have not heard the term "jigjeel" in a long time. Thank you for bringing that back. All right, let's play a clip from a film and see if you can identify it. It's going to have to do with food or beverage. And uh, case. Let me see. Do I have these? Yep. All right. Let's play this one and see if you happen to know. And it looks like these are all holiday-themed ones. Oh, nice. That Marissa has come up with. So here we go. This turkey tastes half as good as it looks. (laughs) I think we're all in for a very big treat. (laughs) Save the neck for me, Clark. (laughs) Okay, Eddie. (laughs) Okay. All right, 215-263-WMMR, pretty easy one. All right, order up. Our next one from the connoisseur. All right, so there is a bizarre trend that has become popular in Changsha. Uh, This is in China, I believe. Yes, and it's called Grilled Ice Cubes. Grilled Ice Cubes? Delish. It's at uh, Changsha's Night Market in China. And it involves flavoring ice with spices over a flame. Huh. Uh, it's and putting price- it in a drink? It's two, No. Uh-uh. It, it's two bucks. So the result is a treat that is hot and smoky on the outside and cool and refreshing and on the melted. inside. So ice is sprinkled with oil and chili powder, uh, cumin, scallions, and coriander. And then you try your ice with soy sauce, oyster sauce, or sesame oil. Uh, People eat their grilled ice cubes with a spoon or chopsticks. So I would have to see this because it doesn't make much sense to me. But you know how they do like fried ice cream and stuff like that? So there's a way to do it. It's going to be encased in something that holds that integrity. But I assume that they kind of flash fry it real quick. That would have to be it. You you couldn't let it go for a long time. Otherwise, it would be a drink. Have you guys ever... Wait a minute. We're looking at a picture of it, and no, it's, it doesn't have a coating on it. Wow. They're ice cubes. They must just pop it in for a moment. What, do they put it in a toaster? 
No, they heat it over, it looks like a grill to get the smoky flavor. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what it is. And then they add the season. That's just, that looks stupid to it's me. Dumb. Do you ever, uh, like around a, a fire, do you ever put some ice cubes on a stick and uh, roast them? Yeah, yeah, you know, and it's fun for about 30 <laughs> seconds. And, um, have you guys ever had uh, fried ice cream before? Yes. I, yes. I never have. Uh, I like it. Yeah? It's not a massive favorite, but I liked it. It's a bit yeah. of a novelty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but a, the Chi-Chi's, I think, sold it, right? Yeah. Did so they? It's like cinnamon. And, yeah, that was like their, that cinnamon. Was their signature. Cinnamon is what I had. Yeah, yeah. it's like cinnamon and uh, like a sweet tortilla crunch that it's kind of in. Okay. Yeah, or at least that's the way Chi-Chi's did it. Kind of churro-esque? Yes. Okay. Uh, so tic- it's like a, a steam kebab. TikTok comments on grilled ice videos range from confused to curious, and uh, yeah, so I'd never heard of that, but that's a unique um, cuisine. Should you be in China, I'm sure you'll try it. The most decadent thing I've had fried was, I, you know, the fried brownies. Oh yeah, fried Oreos. Uh, all oh that. my mm-hmm. god, and they're mm-hmm. so good. And the best part of frying is that it makes it more caloric. Right. Hey, uh, are there any chichis at <clears throat> all anymore? I think we've asked this before, and I don't remember. Uh, yeah, I thought they went out of business. I only went there like one time. I remember going there after a school dance and getting a fried ice cream and being obsessed with it and <clears throat> never having another one ever after that. Was it the one by Granite Run Mall? Yeah. Yeah, that was the only one I ever went to. Yep. Yep. All right, let's see if somebody knows what movie this clip is from. This turkey tastes half as good as it looks. I think we're all in for a very big treat. (laughs) Save the neck for me, Clark. Okay, Eddie. All right, we will go to Ryan, see if he knows the answer. Hey, Ryan, morning, buddy. Hey, it's me, Gay Robot. I, mean, <laughs> I haven't heard that in ages. <laughs> gay Robot. All right, Ryan, what movie is it from? National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hang on a second. We got surprise for you, sir. All right, we have a case of December's beer of the month. That is Juicy Monkey. Victory Brewing's new Hazy Imperial IPA is packing a punch of tropical juice flavor at 9.5% ABV. It'll put you on monkey time in no time. All right, let's play another clip, see if we can identify what film this food clip is from. You did it! Congratulations! World's best cup of coffee. Great job, everybody. All right, 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. Order up. All right, every once in a while, Costco drops a few particularly tempting new goodies via its brand Kirkland Signature. Right. We've talked about Kirkland Very popular. Before. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's offering packs of chocolate mousse desserts for customers to enjoy. Mousse? Mousse, yes. Uh, The treats have appeared just in time for the holiday season and each each pack comes with six single servings of mousse. Why don't you forget the mousse for a moment? I love... I love chocolate mousse. It is so Hell good. Yeah. It it's is so, so wonderfully light and airy and yummy. I am a huge fan of chocolate mousse. I will mousse. kill for chocolate mousse. Yeah, same, Steve. Why is it slightly better than chocolate pudding? Because it is. Because of the airiness, I think. However, yeah. in the preparation, it is, is, it's just the lightest, most wonderful mousse you could you have. Is pudding, therefore, like too gloppy? Yes. Well, yeah, yeah, gloppy is a good word for it. it. It's, yeah. it's heavier, yeah. yeah. Mousse is, man, it's Kathy, perfect. You made a face. I, because well, because he said pudding, and I was what I was going to say <laughs> was because pudding is disgusting. <laughs> this is not. That's why Nick. I love pudding. Though, not too. all puddings it's are disgusting. Simple as that. I love pudding. I love mousse. 
Uh, so, uh, and by the way, uh, Costco does make some great desserts. They have, uh, they call it the tuxedo cake. It's fantastic. Yeah. It is awesome. Oh my God. Yeah. So are you a a Costco member? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. That's your. Yeah. That's our, our bulk bulk shopping. Yeah. Yeah. Are you? No, because, um, it's a little further away. BJ's is right down the street. So I do BJ's, but I feel like they don't have like these specialty things like the Costco. I've. Costco's and Sam's too. Sam's did a line of um, Christmas decorations that were awesome. Oh, okay. um, and then Costco does these things, but I feel BJ's like I don't really do. get the. Because well, yeah. I go to your BJ's, though. The, yeah, it's and, just like bulk shopping, which is great, but yeah. they, we don't have like these little specialty things. Off. Costco's food is really good. It's it's mm-hmm. qu- it's quality. The the cuts of meat are excellent. The uh, all the the varieties, whether it's uh, fish or poultry or whatever you're looking for, it's it's well done. Now this moose thing that I can't have. Yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. the product. Well, don't you forget the moose for a moment. The product's title is somewhat generic, though. Uh, so here's exactly what you can expect upon purchasing a pack of Costco uh, at Costco for $9.99. They're shaped like small circular cakes. The chocolate mousse desserts are made in Belgium, according to the packaging. It's another country. And they feature, yeah, and known for their chocolate, yeah. actually. And feature three distinct tiers of chocolate. The filling is a semi-sweet, fluffy mousse mm. that sits on a crunchy cookie base, mm-hmm. which is covered in a coating of silky chocolate ganache. Is it a chocolate cookie base? I would assume so, but I do not know, Casey. <gasps> I, I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm cool with that, but man, if it was like one of those graham cracker cookie base... You're going to shoot. Oh, I, absolutely. Uh, to top it off, Shavings of dark chocolate are sprinkled on the surface, giving each one an even fancier edge. Uh, in the comments, <laughs> shoppers who have tried them are torn. Uh, it says, if you love all things chocolate, eating one will be the opposite of a problem. But some claim the texture was less than ideal. It says, these are so good. Uh, but another user exclaimed, uh, one, one user exclaimed on another argued, the chocolate flavor is nice, but the mousse is too bouncy and what? not creamy enough. Oh, well, that That's could be an issue. One, that's one person. One opinion. stupid a-hole. Yeah. So, uh, Shut the f*** up! So it's a, it's a new dessert product available at uh, Costco, should you feel Moose. the need to try. All right, we'll see if someone knows what movie this food clip is from. You did it! Congratulations! World's best cup of coffee. Great job, everybody. All right, we're going to go to Danielle. Hi there, Danielle. Hi, guys. How are you? We're wonderful. Danielle, do you know what movie that's from? That is from the movie Elf. Of course, hey! Elf. Yes. Ooh. Nice job. And that means we have this for you. All right, we have, ooh, check this out. You got a pair of passes to join Marissa Magnata and Ricky Batalico along with Baroni Feeney. Oh, my gosh, am I saying this right? Baroni Feeney Wine? All right, I did it. And that is the Feast of the Seven Fishes. It's going to be on Wednesday at 2 p.m. at Villaggio Italian Restaurant in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. And you can enjoy an incredible three-course meal of delicious seafood and Italian wine pairing. And this is presented by Baroni Fini. And if you don't win, you can actually purchase tickets for just $55. You just click events at WMMR.com for tickets and complete menu items. All right, uh, next movie clip case. Is um, it an order there? What's that, okay, Hang on. I'm just going in your order. Yeah, whatever you want to do. you're good there. All right, next clip. What, and these are all uh, holiday-related food clips. Let's see if you know what movie this is from. (laughs) (laughs) Can I buy your ham? Pardon? Your ham. 
and you see, it's the last one. And my daughter, Blair, see, she's coming home all the way from Peru. And hickory honey hams are her absolute favorite. And I'd like to buy it from you. All right, 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know what movie that particular clip is from. Order up. I'm going to mention uh, Olive Garden here for a moment, and uh, not necessarily food related, but pretty interesting. So when you go there, uh, if when you get the salad, the, the salad and breadsticks right. combo, uh, the server will come over and they'll use that cheese grater if you want. Yes, uh, the Parmesan cheese. Yes, I love that cheese grater. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can buy those cheese graters. Are they Olive Garden sold? Uh, all you have to yes, they are. So all you have to do is ask if you'd like to receive a four ounce, eight ounce, or pint-sized portion of their delicious Alfredo sauce as well. Uh, so you can, or the, the bottom line of this article says you can buy some things from the company. So uh, they'll uh, take matters a step further and announce the release of the appropriately named never-ending first-course merchandise line. So the new uh, collection comes in time. Uh, for the beginning of the hol- for the holidays now, uh, so you can buy the cheese graters for fifteen bucks. You can order one online uh, starting now, uh, and they also have several clothing items at uh, Olive Garden that you can order for thirty dollars. You can get an Olive Garden to go bag containing socks in three different patterns: breadsticks, bowls of soup, and salads. Do they have suits? Are they? I- um, no, they have, um, they do have some full body clothing. Okay. So you can choose from a $47 Seasons Greeting sweatshirt, uh, 20, or gratings, Seasons Gratings. Seasons Great, because of the grated cheese. And it's then brilliant. A $27 Seasons Grating pajama shirt and $42 matching pants. All right. Uh, they first ventured into the realm of merchandise last year in 2022. They sold a limited number of Olive Garden themed uh, PJs for the whole family. And I guess it really took off. So they, they like had uh, hooded onesies, and they had uh, pictures of spaghetti and meatballs, breadsticks, soup, salad, dinner mints, and stuff like that. See, what I love here is in the illustration, there is a cheese grater flying over the Olive Garden, creating sort of a cheese slash snowfall. I love that. That's pretty cute. Do they have wedding gowns? Um, <laughs> you probably have to order those well in advance. Okay. If they do. But so. Do they have Gene Hackman pressing? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, but you have to order them six months in advance. Uh, Steve, they do have uh, dog toys that are shaped oh, like do bre- they? Yeah, breadsticks. And so the, the caption on this one is, good boys get good toys. I think Olive Garden gets uh, dismissed uh, and should not. They still have one of my favorite lasagna dishes. Uh, some <laughs> some good stuff. It's a, it, Listen, it's an easy casual meal. Yes. Uh, that's, that's what and I think about Olive Garden. I, I and I do. Solid. I do like the salad and breadsticks. Yes, they're great. I mean, the Olive Garden. So knock is, it off. Olive Garden <laughs> is the Italian food. What, what Chili's is to Mexican food. There right? you like, go. There's nothing wrong with yeah. it. It's it's totally fine. If you want an authentic Italian restaurant, you probably don't want to go there. But if you want to go there and yeah. feel like your family, yeah, yeah. go to Olive Garden. <laughs> I feel like I need to go and taste it again. It's okay. like one of those things. Like, well, was it? Is it actually good? I made a mistake one time, Nick. I was going there and I was. I went to Olive Garden and I had been feeling good in the neighborhood. <laughs> oh, wow. So I said, oh, wait a second. I've made a bad mistake here. Huh. All right. So if you want to get this as a gift, you can get the cheese grater for somebody. But they also have uh, the, the clothing line, too. And that, that sweater yes. is pretty cute. Now if they sell pharmaceuticals. The grater. All right. Let's see if somebody knows what clip this is. What movie this clip is from. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon? Your ham. You see, it's the last one. And my daughter, Blair, see, she's coming home all the way from Peru. And 
Queen Honeyhams are her absolute favorite, and I'd like to buy it from you. All right, let's go to Lisa, see if we can get a winner here. Lisa, good morning. Good morning. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Lisa, what movie is that from, please? Christmas with the Crank. She's correct, yes. That's Jamie Lee Curtis. She's screaming her head off. Play that one more time. I I love the the yells is the best. Your ham. You see, it's the last one, and my daughter Blair. See, she's coming home all the way from Peru, and hickory honey hams are her absolute favorite. And I'd like to buy it from you. I love it, it almost sounds like a, a golden pond loon. Uh, yes, you're right. it does. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh wait, nope, no, nope. another clip, no. another movie clip. Well, no, 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 I got to give her a prize. Oh, yeah. Lisa, what did you win? Lisa, you won a case of December's beer of the month. Oh. Juicy Monkey Victory Brewing's new hazy imperial IPA is packing a bunch of tropical juice flavors at nine percent ABV. You'll put it'll put you on monkey time in no time. Can we can we grab the front of that and just hold on to that for that for reaction? The because uh, at the beginning of the that clip is so good. We yeah, could use we can, that. Yeah, we yeah. can grab that later on for sure. Yeah. All right, uh, let's do another clip and see if we can identify what particular movie. Case, can you set up uh, a new one for me? Yep. Thank you. All right, let's see if you know what movie this is from. Bless his highly nutritious microwaveable <laughs> macaroni and cheese dinner and the people who sold it on sale. Amen. All right, 215-263-WMMR. <laughs> we'll get another story here. So grocery stores are getting expensive, have been in the last 12 months. Pennsylvania has had the largest increase in grocery prices than any other state in the U.S., according to Consumer Affairs. We did it! Uh, Prices in the state increased by 8.2% since last year, more than the nationwide price increase of uh, 5.3%, but... The Philadelphia region is the uh, in the is the metro area with the highest grocery price increase in the country. Yeah! Right. We're number one. We're number one. We're number one. Uh, this comes at a time. Ladies and gentlemen, the highest cost for groceries is in Philadelphia. Uh, this comes accepting at- Newark. This is at a uh, time when prices for all goods in the region have risen in the past few years. The Inquirer recently reported that uh, local grocery prices skyrocketed 24% since 2020, according to Consumer Price Index. Uh, The state with the lowest price increase... Colorado. They only saw an increase of 2.9%. Uh, to put that into perspective, Pennsylvania shoppers are going to spend nearly $500 more per year on groceries than shoppers in Colorado. Uh, so Philadelphia is number one as far as the cities. Uh, then Albany, New York, Syracuse, New York, Baltimore, and Boston. Uh, so it's all northeast. Of course, yeah. Um, understanding why certain regions have different grocery prices can depend on a variety of fa- factors like the operating costs of a given grocery store, how various grocery Grocers transport products to their stores and the global supply chain. Uh, it can also be uh, the rules of supply and demand. Salaries tend to be higher in the northeast metro areas, and there's a higher concentration of people. Uh, more people with more money means that the stores can charge higher prices, but these densely populated areas also have more stores competing for business, and that can balance prices. 
a culmination of these factors has resulted in Philadelphia's grocery prices increasing and in some cases twice as fast as in other cities. So I went in to get some Nabisco cookies and below it it said credit terms are available. Oh, okay. And I'm like, wow. Talk to the manager. Oh, wow. Uh, by the way, while Philadelphia had the highest price increase in the U.S., rural areas, and I didn't know this, in general have historically higher prices uh, for groceries than other areas. And I can guess why. why? Because they're in rural areas. Yeah. There's a transport cost. That's exactly it. Yeah, it's it, it's higher transportation costs of getting food to rural grocery stores and smaller populations with less money to spend on those goods. And that's why in places like Hawaii, uh, stuff is really expensive because it's got to be, it's got to get there. Do you know how many of them will cut their grocery costs by reverting to cannibalism? Oh my goodness. And that really helps yeah. add your, your, your dollar. Certainly. Yeah. Well, then the, you, you waste all that money trying to cover up the crime. Yeah. 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 What's everyone the, uh, else is doing? It? The most uh, expensive location you've been in, just like uh, as far as restaurants oh, go in Hawaii. Is it Hawaii? Hawaii. Yeah, Hawaii. I think so. Yeah. Probably. I, New York City. Yeah. yeah. New York City, you're going to pay $20 for a hamburger. Yeah. I went to Iceland one time, and uh, that was by far and away the most expensive I've ever No experienced. kidding. Yeah, just, what did you and, pay for a Gert plop? Uh, the Gert plops <laughs> were actually on sale that week, um, so uh, we got those at a discount. Um, there are two things that are cheap there, fish and beer, yes. uh, because uh, they, they make it, but everything else, uh, to your point, Steve, they have to, they, imp- they import it. You know, they well, bring that's it, in. it. Yeah. Preston, we were just talking about this last night. I went to a uh, Phil Abundance board meeting, our quarterly board meeting. Oh, yeah. And everyone was very gracious for our contributions, and I'm talking to everybody here, uh, uh, listening, who contributed to Camp Out for Hunger because this exactly is what we're talking about. It's right. it's it's so high. Sure that's what they're fighting. Exactly. I'm sure that they are acutely aware yeah, of it. Food yeah, food insecurities are up 37% in our area and you, they were just talking about grocery prices and such. So, thank you everybody. Yes, and help if you can. Continue if you have the means to do that. Help out. Alright, let's see if somebody can identify this. This is highly nutritious microwave more macaroni and cheese dinner that people sold it on sale. Amen. Alright, we'll go to Dave, try and get the answer. Hi, Dave. Morning, bud. Morning, you guys rock. Hey, Thank you, Dave. Dave. Hi, Dave. What movie, please? Home Alone. Of course. Yeah. yeah, hang on a second. Here's what we have for you. Well, you have a case of December's Beer of the Month, Juicy Monkey. Victory Brewing's new Hazy Imperial IPA is packing a punch of tropical juice flavor at 9%, 9.5% ABV. It'll put you on monkey time in no time. All right, uh, let's do one more clip, see if you can figure out what movie this is from, and win. So here is our final one. Meat, meat, loaf, double, beat, loaf. I hate meat, loaf. All right, 215-263-WMMR. Call if you know. It's an easy one. All right, order up. Two stories that I really want to get. Well, to then here. do both. All right. Um, At the same time, McCormick and Company has named uh, tamarind as its flavor of the year for 2024, according to the company's recently released flavor forecast trends report. <laughs> they didn't even know about tamarind until uh, Jen Carroll. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the annual report is created by a team of chefs, culinary professionals, trend trackers, and food technologists to predict the most significant flavor trends of the upcoming year. This sort of works out because. 
since you know Tamron is now dating Pantone's color of the year. Uh, yeah. Steve, I was just going to say, uh, uh, this is like the, the yeah. Pantone, you know, color of the year, but in the yeah, food world. Yeah, Kathy there, they've been remember, seen together. Yeah, Jen came by and she brought us little packets of that stuff. And yeah. she said you can use it on tons of things. Anything, yeah. she, she said even like sprinkling on like popcorn, stuff like that. Uh, She's awesome. She yeah. is the best. Uh, offering both sweet and tangy flavor notes, Tamarind traditionally has been used in Latin American, Caribbean, and Mexican cuisines. The flavor of the year is now featured in McCormick's Tamarind and Pazil Chili Seasoning. And uh, it is a, it, its appeal as a global flavor has led to an increase in uh, snacks using tamarind, by the way. My uh, ex-wife introduced me to tamarind. Uh, she used to live in St. John in the Virgin Islands. And uh, you could just pick them right off the tree there. They come, like, they're, they're in really? ponds, really, oh. yeah. And oh. so you can pick them off. You can, uh, Steve, if you're adventurous, you can eat them right off the tree. Uh, but then, you, you know, you can also use, use them in the, uh, all sorts of cooking dishes and whatever. But they, they're delicious. They're a little I, if I, I'll eat sour. stuff that I find outside. Uh, well, I mean, like, you <laughs> probably might pick a, an apple off a tree and eat that if do you're that. at uh, uh, an orchard, so it's not that yeah, different. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I mean, it's stuff I find on the pavement, which is probably wrong. Right. I don't know if I've ever... No, 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 I have. I was going to say, pick something off of a tree and just eat My it. dad and I used to go hunting, and we would hunt uh, in a, a, a friend of his owned a farm, and, and we, he had soybean fields. And when we'd be out there just waiting, you know, uh-huh. for birds to come by, uh, we'd Grab those soybeans right off the plant and eat them. Yeah, yeah, they were raw. Okay. They, they, they weren't. It wasn't like edamame. It wasn't like yeah. steamed and yummy. <laughs> right, right? It's so good, you know. But we, oh, would, look, we would eat those. It was a chicken sandwich yeah. tree. Yeah. <laughs> One time, uh, this happened actually twice. Once with my dad, and once with my brother. They walked into my house and they were eating a piece of fruit. Like I guess it was an apple, and I'm like, what? Where did you guys get that? Just because it was, it didn't look like you know, the belladonna tree. It was a little smaller, you know. And I was like, where did you guys get that? And they're like. Do you know your neighbor has fruit trees? I go, yeah, I do. I go, don't go on their property and yeah. take their fruit and eat it. Okay? <laughs> yes, is that what you. they were doing? That's hilarious. Yes, well, you can't do they, that. They were. It's so like where you park for my house. Yeah. Uh, their their tree is like right there. So I'm sure they got out of the car and they were like, oh. But both of them the same in, at different occasions, picking from my neighbor's fruit tree. My mom and sister <laughs> lived in Florida and uh, they had orange trees and lemon tre- and grapefruit trees. I mean, like citrus trees are all over the place down there. Yeah. They're awesome. And you could just grab them and and while i'm like this is great you know they're like no they fall on the ground they rot they 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 they, they attract bees and and it drives apple trees apple you know you get a crab apple tree oh you get bees like crazy crazy. but they're delicious right so for that one moment where you can go hey right out of nature and 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 then then as you're walking back to the house and being attacked by bees. Yeah. <laughs> but we had like, and, and honestly, like looking back on it, um, we could have all been poisoned at, at some point because uh, we would grab these, like, I, I guess they were blackberries. The berries, oh, yeah. yeah. We would just grab those and eat those. There uh, was it, always, you remember in school, I, I, maybe it was just because there were so many where we were on Long Island of mm-hmm. those those plants, but you would get the warnings constantly, how to mm-hmm. delineate between what berries you could eat and what you could not eat. Yeah, we had wild blackberries yeah. when I lived in South Carolina, all over the place. We used to go pick those and eat them. Do you know what yeah. you have to run? I remember when we, I lived in California briefly for a little bit, of, uh, just under a year, they would say, don't eat the rattlesnakes. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 it's dangerous. It's tempting, it's but tempting. Resist. What about uh, wild raspberries around here? Because they grow in a lot of different places. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh. if you walk around Valley Forge in June, you can just pick them right off the bush. Nice. Eat them. Yeah, they're delicious. I'll try that. All right, uh, let's see if somebody knows what movie this particular clip is from. I hate meatloaf. All right, we will go to Chris. Try and get an answer. Hi, Chris. Good morning. Good morning, Ed. Uh, good morning to see you, Chris. All right, what movie is it from, <laughs> bud? That is from The Christmas 
story. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And we, next week, are going to have Ralphie, Peter Billingsley, on our show. Pretty awesome. Love talking to him. What is he, is he talking about the, uh... He's talking about the, the sequel? Well, no, he's, he's talking about, um, not the sequel, no, he's talking about uh, A Christmas Story, of course, but he's also, um teamed up and continues to team up with Vince Vaughn and uh, John Favreau, and they're, they're producing a new movie together. Oh, nice. So he's going to be oh, talk, talking yeah, about yeah. that, yeah. yeah. Right, what do we have for Chris Case? Chris, you have our final case of December's beer of the month. This is a Juicy Monkey, Victory Brewing's new hazy Imperial IPA pack and a punch of tropical juice flavor at 9.5% ABV. It'll put you on monkey time in no time. All right, I was going to do one more, but we do not have time. So no. we're going to we're gonna have to wrap that up. I'll say it's, it's a non-time sensitive. I'll save it for next week. By the way, I think we're going to do kind Store next Thursday because that'll be our last day before we go into our winter break. It's true. More uh, mini melts. So we'll have more mini melts. And thank <laughs> you to Mini Melts Ice Cream for being our sponsor. And we tried the rainbow ice flavor, which actually is a sorbet. It's non dairy, fantastic, only 80 calories. So grab two, three, four, five of those things. Home run. And Mini Melts Ice Cream is free of all uh, soy, egg, peanut, nut, uh, tree nut, and sesame as well. Get to your local Wawa. Taste for yourself. Look for the signature Mini Melts ice cream standalone freezer near the front of Wawa, making it easy to grab near the register. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment. Some Bizarre File stories I have. I think it might be an all-cow Bizarre File. I had an all-Florida Bizarre File. only I had a joke that was appropriate. I know. We'll come back with that in a moment. Stay with us. Threw out all your radios for a fancy speaker that talks back to you? Well, don't forget, you can still listen to us by saying open MMR. You can even tell it you want to wake up to MMR, just like your grandpa's clock radio used to. Imagine that. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash for 2024 Eagles season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. IHateStevenSinger.com. One place, one price. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
Jackie bringing in a Friday morning for us. Real quick, I'd like to do a shout out. Oh, and also I got a text that says, uh, hey guys, uh, happy Necrophilia Friday. Yeah! Uh, to Presbo, Steve, Nick, Casey Boy, Kathy, and can't forget my favorite food connoisseur, Marissa. So <laughs> thank you, mystery texter. And then I wanted to do a shout out. Our good friend Bob Havens sent Love this Bob in. Havens. Uh, says, hey Presbo, can you give a shout out to my little sister, Tina Havens, member of the Delco Cardboard Building Bitches, <laughs> and tell her she better start cutting the cardboard. Gotta defend our title. Bob and his crew won last year's uh, Cardboard Classic. So here's a shout out to his sister, Tina, and good luck in the upcoming Cardboard Classic. By the way, this week's big friggin' deal is a uh, lift ticket to Montage Mountain for 40 bucks. Regular price is $89. It, it, you ha- if you have any desire to go skiing this season, you've got to take advantage of this. Yes, and the vouchers valid Monday through Sunday, excluding holidays and blackout days. Blackout days do include Cardboard Classic, which is March 1st and Mountain Fest weekend, by the way. Just go to WMMR.com. The details are there. They're available while supplies last. Use the keyword deal. Let's do the B-File. No. WMMR. Presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. All right, and uh, it's brought to you by Sports and Social. You can experience the ultimate football party at Sports and Social in Live Casino and Hotel Philly. Uh, Cheer on the birds with ticket giveaways and signed merch, halftime contests, Bud Light Towers, free concessions, snacks, and face painting, and more, by the way. All right, so this might be. An all-cow bizarre file. I kid you not. Oh, my God. Sometimes the stories come in clumps, and I couldn't believe it, but these all happened over the last day or so. Now, Kathy hit this. <laughs> Kathy hit this in news, but uh, people who commute from uh, New Jersey to New York in the morning were not easily startled, but a longhorn bull on the train tracks in Newark got their attention yesterday. The train was delayed for about 45 minutes while some brave souls had to coax the bull into an enclosure. Uh, the bull may have bolted from a nearby meat wholesaler, uh, but his bid for freedom earned him a break. Ricardo, as he is named, Ricardo, was loaded onto a horse trailer and taken to an animal sanctuary for a long and happy life. So they spared him his oh, life. Dude, yes. That's him. only right. He, yeah. he broke out. It's, yeah. you know, it's like Shawshank for cattle. Yeah, yeah, there's a longhorn farm in Elverson, PA. When you head on that, there, I don't know that stretch of road, but it leads to French Creek uh, Golf Course. Sure. And there is a Longhorn Farm. Do you see them growing as you pass along? Yeah, yeah. yeah you see the, oh, oh, look, a little yeah, sweat out of the <laughs> Dude, those things are big. Oh, my yeah. God. They're just massive animals. You have no idea. Yeah. All right, listen to this. A man is dead after a crash in Mojave County. Deputies spoke with a witness who said that they came upon the accident after it happened and observed a cow getting up and running off. So it was a hit and run. Yeah. Investigators said vehicle damage and collision dynamics indicate that a motorcyclist hit the cow, was thrown from the motorcycle. Uh, They added a helmet was found at the collision site but did not appear to have been worn at the time of the collision. The cow was wearing a helmet? No, the man was not. Oh. He had a helmet with him, but he wasn't wearing it. Okay. The motorcyclist was pronounced dead at the scene and later identified as 64-year-old Ricky Eckhart. Officials said they are still uh-huh. investigating the utter crash. Catastrophe. All right, how about this? 
A teacher was killed while out walking with her family when an escaped cow went into fight mode and tossed her over a gate. I want to fight you. Uh, Marion Claude was on an Easter break with her two grandchildren. I want to fight you. Husband, daughter, and son-in-law when a cow charged at her and attacked her three times. You you hear of this occasionally. They'll get, I mean, they're big, you know, they'll, oh, they'll flip you around. Yeah, she died uh, days later in the hospital having suffered a severe spinal cord injury in the fall. Farmer Alex. Alistair Nixon uh, appeared in court to plead guilty to a health and safety breach. He admitted uh, failing to ensure the safety of persons rather than uh, other than employees by exposing them to risks to the safety from the movement of the cattle. Uh, he and the employees were moving a herd of about 140 uh, from winter quarters to summer grazing using a public right of way uh, from the 1,700-acre farm to a field. A lot of time they'll train them for cow fighting rings, Preston. Uh, Mr. Nixon was positioned by a quad bike at the head of the bridleway and used a stick to stop some of the cattle from moving down the path before he was ready. Uh, but a group of seven or eight cows and five or six calves got past, headed off along Bridalway and over a brow of a hill um, and, and was out of sight. And uh, the woman and her family were staying nearby in some cottages on the farm. They were taking a walk. Other than fam- the, the family members were coming in the opposite direction. They tried to get out of the way uh, by jumping over a barbed wire fence, but Miss Claude was attacked by a cow which turned 90 degrees towards her and as she stood by a wooden gate. I uh, charged her two or three times, then tossed her over the wooden gate, and it ended up killing her, by the way. This is horrible, man. Yeah, she. Uh, Mr. Nixon arrived at the scene and assisted with first aid. Because your natural inclination is, to, you know, they're, 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 they're docile. They're, they're fine. But That's you, what you, you think, you, yeah. You get them pissed off, you say something about their mother, and well, they're going to freak out. Well, they're thousands of pounds, so yeah. they, can, uh, they, they can win yeah. uh, in a fight. And they have huge teats. All right, and this is actually my last uh, cow story. So an ashamed and embarrassed man was caught with his pants down and having his way with a cow by a suspicious farmer. Wow. Liam Brown, this is in uh, England, by the way. Liam Brown uh, snuck into the... (laughs) He's the baddest man in the whole damn town. He snuck into the cow shed in the middle of the night to commit the disturbing act... Time to make some milkshakes. Oh, uh, but God. was oh, dude. Uh-huh. <laughs> I could I could see him saying that. Dear Stepping Lord. up and saying it. So uh <laughs> He was detected by the farm surveillance equipment. Don't uh, mind if you do. Uh, farmer Ian Farwell caused him or caught him with his hands placed on either side of a calf and his pants down. Wow. That's, he tried, him. That's him right there. When he tried to flee, he landed in another cow pen and was trampled by several animals and then caught. So they, they The had, animals interceded. They had a chance to kick his ass a little bit, but uh, yeah, they got him at that point. And uh, he tried to flee. Uh, a DNA sample was taken from the calf uh, and proved that uh, intercourse had taken place. I've been around, you know. (laughs) Uh, Brown admitted the offense and felt shame and embarrassment. Uh, He was ordered to pay uh, $1,200 compensation by a judge who called it... Well, the chicken coop was locked. A very (laughs) alarming, bizarre, and worrying case. Uh, The court heard how Mr. Farwell suspected that his cows were being interfered with for some time as there had been a number of suspicious incidents before. They had found surgical gloves and items of clothing left behind and several young calves had died in unexplained circumstances. Think about the think about where oh. you are in life with yeah, the notion of banging a cow yeah. crosses And what are you your... doing? <laughs> <laughs> I like cows. I like to bang them. 
Who the hell is that? (laughs) Time to make some milkshakes. Uh, So they installed a security camera and... (laughs) uh, And what are you doing? (laughs) What's your name? I bet it's Bessie. They put in a camera after all this happened? No, well, no, when, when they found the, the gloves and the clothing. Oh, Jesus. Uh, so they installed cameras. So there's footage of this guy. And the equipment showed oh, that God. there was someone in the barn. Yeah. That's not even my good sack. Yes. Yeah. I'm just getting warmed up. <laughs> that's revolting. Time for some half and half. All right, and that's what I have in the bizarre huh? file for you right there, my friends. All right, so I told you, all cow bizarre file, first time ever wow. in the history and of the show that that's happened. Cow bestiality to uh, close it. Well, we've had, we had incest had Wednesdays. Necrophilia Friday. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. And, uh, and now we have bestiality. Yeah, well, it's a Friday, too. <laughs> Friday just, uh, you know. All the S slides downhill. It does on Friday. What the hell are you doing? All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in just a moment, but not before I give away an invite to the Christmas yeah. Miracle Whoa! Live broadcast. It's a Christmas Miracle! Yeah! And this is next Wednesday. I tell you what, I'll give away two of them. Uh, we'll take callers 18 and 19 at 215-263-WMMR and you will be cordially invited to the Colonial Theater in Phoenixville, Pennsylvania. It's our first time doing the event there and we are excited about it. I'm so happy to be in Phoenixville for the holidays. Yes, and uh, it's the Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Edition and you need to be there by 6 a.m. So make sure that you uh, can be there for the morning and it's presented by Phoenixville First, and we would love to see you there. We're going to be having people compete for some great prizes live on air. We're trying out some new contests. Well, actually, we're bringing back some old contests, and we're going to yes. do it, but we're going to do it in a different fashion. And if you don't win now, keep in mind that there is one more pre-party that's happening on Sunday, and Marissa is hosting it. It'll be at McGurk's in Fort Washington. She'll be there from 4 to 6, and she will have 20 seats to give away for for the event. Awesome. Your, your odds are pretty good. Yeah, so make sure you go by McGurk's on Sunday, 4 to 6 p.m. Hang out with Marissa. Your chance to win. 215-263-WMMR is the number, so give us a call right now. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. A little bit later on, we're going to have uh, actor Jason Isaacs on. Looking forward to talking to him. Stay put. We'll be right back. The is coming to your neighborhood. Join Marissa from the Preston and Steve Show Sunday from 4 to 6 for a Preston and Steve Christmas Miracle Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Edition free party at McGurk's, 582 South Bethlehem Pike in Fort Washington. Enter for a chance to win passes for Preston and Steve's Christmas Miracle. And enjoy 350 Miller Lite bottles and drafts. Complete details at WMMR.com. David Lucas, who is going to be at Helium Comedy Club, uh, is not coming in. He woke up late. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so we're going to do something else. He was uh, scheduled to be here now. But um, so I wasn't planning on doing the junk drawer, but I think we should do the junk Let's drawer. Let's yeah. yeah. the junk drawer. Preston's cleaning out his junk drawer. Getting things out of his junk drawer. Finding stuff here in the junk drawer. Let's dig in and see what we can find. Okay, Netflix. Uh, Even Jenna Ortega couldn't take down The Night Agent. Uh, The conspiracy thriller topped Wednesday as the most popular show at Netflix. The Night Agent. This is according to data released by the streamer in its first ever What We Watched 
engagement report. Okay. <laughs> did you watch any of that, Steve? I, did. I watched some of I it. I can't remember if I finished it or not. I know that I definitely started what? it and, and watched it. It's a guy who, he's in the CIA, oh, and his no. job is he he answers the phone at night. Right, I didn't I didn't watch it. And then no. he becomes, uh, you know, embroiled in this this whole thing where he's okay. on the run. Kathy, did you like how it ended up? I Well, so I didn't finish it. I, okay. I, I felt like it got to be... A lot of the same thing. And okay. Like, yeah. okay. Uh, so it uh, tops Wednesday. The report uh, released this week uh, in the form of a downloadable Microsoft Excel file, which features more than 18,000 titles that Netflix says represents 99% of all viewing on its platform and boasts nearly 240 million subscribers. The streamer says that it will begin releasing this information what we watched twice a year uh, with the inaugural edition covering viewing between january and june of 2023 so that's between that now there may have been stuff that's come out since june right but this that is, is this more popular been compiled from january to june so number one and for the first half of 2023 was the night agent uh number two was Ginny and georgia that's okay. the one that I, I'm watching. And you like that a lot. I do like that right. one, yeah. And there's a couple of seasons of that already? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, then you have The Glory. Hole? Not, yeah. No. <laughs> I've never even heard of The Glory. The Glory. It was third. Uh, and the hell am I missing? It was viewed by 622 million. It was at the hours viewed. 622 million hours of it were viewed. It's a uh, Korean movie. Okay. Okay. Uh, then Wednesday was fourth. Uh, and then we had Queen Charlotte, a Bridgerton story. There you okay. go. You watch I Kathy. Yep, that one was good. I liked it. Was fifth. Six was you. Oh, yeah. Yep. What was that about? That's the, uh, he's a serial killer. There's several seasons of that, right? Yeah, it yeah. works at a bookstore or something like that. Well, or yeah. Runs a bookstore. Yeah, he's, he, yeah, at the beginning and somehow it's wrapped around bookstores throughout it. And, you know, he has a new girlfriend or wife or uh, obsession each season. Okay. And then you had uh, Lorena Del Sur was seventh, followed by Outer Banks, number eight. Oh, yeah, big that popular show. show. Yeah. That was the real, I felt like I was watching the real-life Scooby-Doo, and honest, I was like, I can't watch this anymore. Honest to God, if you're a grown-up, you don't need to watch it. It's so formulaic. I t- I'm telling you, I watched the last episode of season two, and I didn't have to watch any of the you're other done. episodes good. to figure out what was going like on. Kathy, she watched the last yeah. episode of The Bear. Of it's the bear. funny, though, Casey, because uh, I don't know if it's the same in your household, but um, Ben's 17, and he and his friends love it. Yep. They watch it all the time. Yeah, that's how I ended up watching it. One of my children was watching it. But again, and that's kind of why I didn't finish The Night Agent, Kath, because there's a one lady in it who the, it's that kid's ally, the guy's ally. Or is she? Right. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I don't want to get to the final episode to find out that she's been the henchman the whole time. But you know? it kept it kept doing that. Like, uh-huh. I was like, okay, enough. Yeah. Uh, number nine on this was Ginny and Georgia season one. Oh, uh-huh. wait, so... Yeah, they season got- two was uh, was the one that ranked really, really high. So they got two... Wow. Uh, their, yeah, seasons I mean, it, in the top ten. It wrapped, it, it roped me in, wrapped me in, what's the saying, whatever. It drew me uh, in. Yes, it drew me in, uh, and I wanted to watch the next season. So. What's it about? Uh, it is about a mother and a daughter and their relationship, and there's, you know, secretive things that go on, and there's a little crime, and huh? it's like a little, it's kind of like a little soap opera. Okay. Is there a lot of street racing? <laughs> And then number what? ten on this list was uh, Fubar. Fubar, which I is uh, fortunate that turn. either. Yeah, yeah, I didn't either. I watched like three episodes. I'm like, uh, we were talking man. with her though yesterday about it, and she was blown away by the fact that they put her in an action series. Yeah, and because of it now, she has a uh, fortunate Feimster has a friendship with Schwarzenegger, which is wild. You know what I didn't like about it was the, the the daughter thing. Like she was on the surface playing this really provincial thing, and then yeah. 
And then all of a sudden, we find out she's an agent. No big secret. You find out like the right, first yeah, episode. Yeah. yeah. And and all of a sudden, she's this hardened, foul mouth, horrible. <laughs> right. you know, come on, man! It just it was it was too much of a dichotomy. So I, I bailed on that one. But I haven't watched any of these other ones. I maybe I'll check out that uh, the you show. Is it pretty good? I really liked it. Okay. Uh, some people, once you got to the the um, seasons after, like. It is the same thing, but he's a serial killer, and so there's a you know there's a whole new way to it. I really liked it. How many seasons? I think it's three. Okay, a lot of times. And they set it up each time, so oh. there's something else coming. There's four, four seasons. Four okay, seasons. They, yeah. at the end of every season, they set it up, and you're like, and now at this point, I'm like, oh, who's the next victim? Right, right. <laughs> What's right. next on your list, Preston? Uh oh, man. Let me. I'll, I, I, know you got, yeah. I will actually pull up my list. Uh, I have it here on my phone because uh, right now I'm watching Julia. I was a big Julia child. Fan Can you send me kid. your list? Uh, I just yeah. want to be lock and step with you. Because uh, I love you so much. I, love you. I just want to be you. I want to smell you. I just <laughs> want to know you. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> I need to go back and finish <laughs> Silo. Oh, yeah. I want to kiss you. Uh, I want to watch uh, Shrinking, which I have that not was done yet. so I good. I love that show. I already watched uh, that. I need to watch the last season of Righteous Gemstones. Yes, you do. Um, and uh, I wrote down Jury Duty. I never saw that. The reality show. It. Yeah. 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 Uh, is it great? Sorry, I, w- I was not okay. thinking the reality show. Casey, what the judge? What, mm. What's the one that was like so depressing you could only watch one episode at a time? Oh, the Brian Cranston. What's Brian Cranston? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Your, your Honor, Your Honor, Your Honor. Your Honor. Yeah. Was... Oh, no, Jury what's... Duty. It's up for a bunch of Golden Globes, right? I'll tell you what's on my list beginning today. Reacher yeah. season two. I watched uh, the first two episodes. Phenomenal. I have just a couple more real quick. Uh, Nick, you mentioned Beacon Twenty Three. I did. Well, somebody did. <laughs> hey, Beacon Twenty Three, everybody. <laughs> all right, I think I'm it was a, me. I have that on my list. Okay, and then um, all the light we cannot oh, see. Yeah, that that's, that's one you suggest. That's one I suggested. That's um, uh, Sean Levy. I think his name is. He's the guy that uh, directed the Deadpool movies. Mark Ruffalo's in it. Um, the guy that played House. What's that guy's name? Oh, uh, Hugh Laurie. Hugh, Hugh Laurie. Laurie. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it's about this blind girl in World War II, and you guys are all, as am I, uh, fans of like the World War II genre, and so this town's getting uh, pummeled by American and Allied bombing, and the Nazis are still in, in control of the town, and, and what happens to this blind girl during it. It's um, I, I've never it's seen quite anything like It's hilarious. Yeah, no. oh and um, it's about... Think the, of Funny Schindler's List. Right. It's about Jesus. all of the things that she can't do because she's blind. Okay. That are funny. No. But she's blind. Um, yes. But... And Marissa mentioned a movie called Becky's Wrath that I want to check out. So uh, that's that's my list. There you go. Anything else on your list? Uh, Reacher. All about the Reacher. Okay. The Reacher um, round. Steve, I'm watching this show. I just started it yesterday. It's brand new on Netflix. It's at of Japan. Couldn't tell you the name of it, right. uh, but it is brand new, and it's about this guy. I guess he has, like, it, it's based on a book series, and uh, this guy, he ends up dying, but then um, the people in the afterlife let him come back to life to, to uh, protect the world against the demon world. Okay, yes, I saw, I saw the coming attractions for it. So, I'm watching it in subtitles. I, I have never done good, that before. Good boy. Yes. I will tell you this. Uh, there are about three shows I'm waiting for them to come back. And I've heard not word one about whether they've been canceled or like a show I love called Evil. Yeah. Right. It's supposed to be back in the summer. I can't find word one about whether this show has been canceled <laughs> or what the hell is happening. And I got to find out. Marissa handed me a note that says, Good Burger 2. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You got to watch the first one first. All right. Do you? Do you? Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen. I never saw a Good Burger. If you love the movie Good Burger, which I did, uh, you will love Good Burger too. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> all 
All right. Also, I said this the other day, but uh, season six of The Crown, uh, the first half of season gotta, six, okay. so damn good. I'm going to put that on my list. i got to finish that. Yeah, i got to finish it. Well, you, you're going to have some time off during the holidays. Totally. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wait, Steve, where did you leave off with The Crown? Because I know you were three or four seasons in. There's a couple. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's about it. About, yeah. yeah. And so, uh, but uh, per your recommendation, I'll take a dive back I, in. I think, it, I really think you'd like it. I mean, I love the original yeah. couple of seasons because I was aware, but I wasn't living in that. Well, you know, not for a lot of that. Um, time frame, and, and it was just fascinating to see the royals in that early part of their lives. Right. But, uh, you know, I remember the news. Um, all right, so that's, uh, they're going to do that every six months. Uh, Netflix is going to release what people are actually watching because their top ten list yeah. is different from what people are actually, the most people are watching. There's they, Like, they use some forecasting and, An algorithm. and buzz and stuff like that yeah. as to uh, what they put. It's somebody's job to put that list up on there, so uh, they kind of pick and choose those. Uh, but there's another thing in the junk drawer here. And it's a year-end compilation. Let me see if I can find it. I have to oh. reach into the drawer. Right next to the vibrator. There it is. Well, it's a perfect spot for it because oh. Pornhub. Uh, yes, they, they always uh, release their end-of-the-year uh, metrics, right? Yes, they've released their user search data, and the results are spicy. Spicy. Uh, sur- the search increase for the mature category <laughs> has gotten huge. Was that old ladies? Yes. Yeah. Oh. And I kid you not, it, it, it grew by... What percentage? Sixty-nine percent. It's legit. You know what? You know what really it sucks, though, Kathy, is is what MILF used to be is for me now. Uh, they're younger women, and what mature is are people my age. You know, I mean, listen, you are yeah. getting like sixties yeah. and seventies or whatever. But like when you click on something MILF, I'm like, this chick's only twenty-eight years old. Yeah. Uh, no, you're right. You're right. Hi, grandma. So mature is more like people. Hi, grandma. Fifties, sixties, yeah. stuff yeah. like that, yeah. which is bizarre. Because that's where some of us are there. Uh, and it grew very, very big. 69%. Now, speaking of big, searches for big and bigger <laughs> grew by 177%. So wow. big and bigger. Yeah. In the world of porn. Yeah. Big is important. Overweight. I mean, yeah. like, you know, oh. uh, larger. I thought it's we were talking very about very popular. No, no, we're I talking about softer, Glubinesque. Oh, maybe that's maybe that's it. Maybe yeah. it's all included. Maybe Big Johnsons. Yeah, or, Big Johnsons, or, or Big Knockers, too. Big People. All big. Yeah. Or, yeah. or maybe even just the Tom Hanks film big. That too. Yeah. For maybe all? there's a porn element of that. <laughs> For all we know. <laughs> it could be that. I did a uh, a podcast. Uh, Dude, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah. But Zoltan did have that mouth. He that did. And absolutely. Oh. You could fit your Johnson in that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Nick. No, no, no. I, I did a podcast about mental health and uh, sex chat with uh, our friend Jerry Lynn um, two or three weeks ago. And it was I was the only dude on this podcast. And it was all about uh, healthy approaches to sex life. And to hear the younger women talk about porn and sex and uh, healthy attitudes towards sex was very revealing to me. Okay. Uh, where, where can we hear that? Uh, it's not available yet, but I'll send it to you guys once it's up. All right. And the term robot. Robot. Tripled in popularity. Robot really? porn. Wow. Uh, perhaps due to the advances in artificial intelligence, intelligence according to this article. Uh, the site also released a map of the United States showing which terms were popular in each state. Well, this is always interesting. And I wrote these down uh, for our area, but to give you an idea, uh, Arizona. Can I guess, Russ? 
uh, after I do right. this, uh, Arizona is looking up uh, car activity. South Dakota wants to see shower scenes. Washington, D.C. has a preference for police officers. Wow. South Carolina residents want to see actors in high heels, apparently. <laughs> so, yes, you can guess for our states. High Steve. grocery prices? Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Delaware. No. No? Not for any of them? Not for any of them. Weird. For Pennsylvania? Big boobies. I love boobies. <laughs> that is correct. Big boobies. Uh, New Jersey's most search was Turkish porn. Turkish porn. Is there a large Turkish population in New Jersey? I assume. Well, there's a Don't lot know. of wild turkeys, and uh, maybe that has something to do with it. Don't know. But Turkish porn, they said, this is according to Pornhub. Is it Turkish bathhouses by any chance? So it just says Turkish porn. Yeah. It just says. Uh, of, the, of the Turkish variety. Yeah. Turkish porn. Porn. And then in uh, Delaware, the term college was most searched. college. New Jersey. I'm surprised has you're that. not seeing team think you know the go-tos like cuck and all that stuff pop up. Yeah, people are getting older. Uh, New Jersey has the highest number of Turkish residents by any state. There you go. Wow. Uh, Twenty-five thousand three hundred thirty-six individuals identifying as Turkish. This represents uh, 0.27 percent of the state's population, but that's more so than any state in the country. So I wonder, with a psychological breakdown, why PA is the uh, Big, Big booby capital. Yeah, I don't know. But I, I was looking at the map, and it appeared from glancing at it that ev- almost every single state had a different search fetish. Which is almost Pornhub, impossible. That, I, yeah, I would have thought some of the states would have had something in common. Which one is like the most boobies? depraved? Oh, I didn't... Um, Vegas, uh, uh, I'd have to. Pu- I don't. Have, I don't actually have the 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 map printed up here. I'd have to probably go back Utah. to the, to the article. And yeah, find probably. It. yeah, probably. Maybe because of the um, re- sort of repressed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, Utah <laughs> apparently has some- <laughs> Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah, porn, <laughs> coffee porn. <laughs> Is there, well, there ha- there's always porn oh. for everything, but there's coffee porn. Oh God, this got to be. All right, I'll sure. look that up, dude. There's definitely. I, there is definitely Mormon porn. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, like, oh yeah. Seriously, oh, they, like where they have the guys going <laughs> going door to door, or they're wearing the the special because Mormons wear a specific. Some do this uh, specific undergarments. Look at this. Has them wearing that. The yeah. specificity of California. Uh, Asian stepmom. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, I can't see. There's a uh, uh, dildo ride is Idaho. Is hey, that a- in, in Nevada, it's Vegas. Yes. What? Vegas is the most right, there you searched. Go. You're kidding me. And Mormon porn was. In Utah. Utah, yeah. No. Huh. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Son of a bitch. Wyoming is goth. <laughs> Wait, a a Wait a second. Wait a second. Arkansas. Look at Arkansas. A to M. Wow. Uh, the ATM. A- yeah. Really? But honestly, look, at. there is not one... There, there is no, there's nothing in common. Yeah. I, I don't buy this. I don't. Yeah. I, I cannot buy that. There is no sort of way to go, Arkansas. <laughs> yeah. Huh. H-M. It's Look that for yeah. those who don't know. <laughs> Interesting. I, like, I want to move to Maine because Thruple's popular there. Uh, yeah. I actually want to move to Washington because that is uh, sensual. No, and I, I want to move to Ohio because those are my people. <laughs> oh dear God. Small, Small D's. <laughs> It's not too far, Steve. (laughs) Well, anyhow, see where you fall. You can check this out if you like. Pornhub has revealed their user search. Do they have a Christmas advent calendar of this? Data. They should. That'd be perfect, wouldn't it? (laughs) Look at Georgia. Ebony Solo. Oh, Oh, wow. Or Iowa, which is cartoon porn. Yeah, that never does it for me. No. I, no. I, don't, I don't quite get that. And you can watch like any cartoon that's ever existed. New York a, is body swap. A porn version of it. 
Huh. What does body swap mean? I, I Dad, I'm, I'm having trouble with Maryland. That. Is uh, glory hole like smoking? Like, come on! I can't even say Oklahoma's. That's funny. Where? Uh, Look right above Texas. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. What, what is it? What is <laughs> that? It's, it's sex, sex D. What yeah. does that mean? But I mean, D I is would be part. I mean, I of course, know. it's sort of obvious. These are what people search. Kansas is just simply close up. Next close searches. Up Look at Ari. Yeah. Well, oh, Alabama. Okay. <laughs> By the way, to our listeners, when you get home from work today, uh, do a Google search on coffee porn and you'll you'll find some interesting catalogs. Alabama right. is fingering one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One's, uh, so listen to this. Tennessee. Giantes. T-E-S-S-E. I, I think what it's giantess. Like giantess. Lar- 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 there, sh- there should be no E at the end of that. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Large women. Yeah. A giantess. I would yes, assume. But, but Kentucky different from, is bouncing boobs. <laughs> different from Indiana, Preston, which is just uh, flat out chubby. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So okay. A, a giant test, I'm guessing, is like a, a, Amazon? Tall, a tall woman. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Smoking in Virginia cracks me up. I mean, but then again, they, they, they have uh, a history yeah. of the, have you the ever tobacco seen harvest. There's some things where I'm like, all right, I'm just going to click to the next video. And then the, the second I see a, a lit cigarette, I'm like, nah, thanks. I'm yeah. Uh, I like this District of Columbia. Big ass cop. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, look at this. Uh, Rhode Island is reserved orthodontist. Uh, no, no. no. <laughs> okay. All right, we're going to move on to something else. That's the Pornhub results. Let me dig in there. All right, so for the millions of Americans desperate to lose weight, uh, semi-glutide drugs like Ozempic have been, of course, a dream come true. Right. Oprah, Oprah's even admitted to using it. <laughs> uh, but for Poison Control Center's popularity of them has been a nightmare. From January through November of this year, America's Poison Centers reported almost 3,000 calls involving semi, semi-glutide, uh, an increase of more than 1,500%. These are overdoses. Right, they're overdosing on Ozempic. Wow. 1,500% since 2019, yeah. And most of the calls were related to dosage errors. Oh, Oftentimes, it's a person who maybe accidentally took a double dose or took the wrong dose. So they're, they're calling dose. to make sure that they're okay <laughs> oh. for doing that. So, quick, uh, quick question here. So when one gets, gets on Ozempic for the purpose of weight management, do they... Uh, is, is it a one shot a week? Is yeah, it it's once a week? Once a week, and then and then if you're on maintenance, what does it? It's become? still once a week. Still once. It's a week. the it's dosage just, amount. Yeah. It is the dosage amount. Yeah. Okay. So you you work your way up. I think you start started a very small dosage, and you get all the way up to, I think it might be like two milligrams. Right. And then uh, I think once you get into maintenance, then you go down the dosage again, like maybe to 0.25 or 0.5 or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, the drug can cause side effects even when used as directed, and uh, the side effects might cause uh, may include nausea, vomiting, constipation, especially when people first start using it. Uh, but as the popularity rose, manufacturers weren't able to keep pace with overwhelming de- demand. So in March of 2022, the FDA allowed the drug to be made by compounding pharmacies. Now, I didn't understand what that means. So I, I'm very familiar because years ago I kind of had a drug that my cat could not take in its pill form put into a uh, transdermal ointment and I went to a compound pharmacist. 
Okay, so compounding pharmacies are drug makers that combine, mix, or alter ingredients to create medication that's tailored to an individual patient and may be administered in a different form than the original drug. Uh, Novo Nordisk, the pharmaceutical company that makes Ozempic, dispenses the drug in pre-filled pens that come with safeguards designed to make it easy to administer the injectable drug in the correct dose. But compounded versions of semaglutide drugs often come in glass vials that contain multiple doses and patients draw their own doses into syringes. This makes it easy for patients to get confused and take a much larger dose than they should have. And this is happening because now I think a lot of doctors aren't able to prescribe Ozempic for anybody that is not suffering already from uh, diabetes. Uh, So if you were like, like, let's say your A1C was a little high or you were pre-diabetic, you were able to get on that. uh, You were able to get on it to to lose weight. Interesting. Because it has become so popular. Yeah. And uh, well, there's a whole, we talked about yesterday, there's a whole other drug that they're prescribing just for the weight loss portion of it. Right. Wagovi. Uh, the Wagovi, Manjaro, all that. But all that stuff is, uh, the insurance companies aren't covering it. And so they, and now it has become, it's, it's cost prohibitive. Right? right. So like before you could get like three months worth of, worth of uh, dosages for 75 bucks. Now that's $3,000. Wow. Uh, so now these compound labs are coming up and you're able to get these, you know, through licensed doctors and everything like that. So right. there's nothing hinky about it. Okay. But this is kind of a way to beat the system, I guess. Uh, one such overdose case involved a 50-year-old man who accidentally gave himself 50 units instead of five. Oh, oh my God. God. As his first <gasps> dose. Uh, he vomited for two days and had nausea for a week. And uh, wow. took off 80 pounds. I bet you he lost a lot of weight. <laughs> I look great. There's no specific treatment for an overdose of uh, semaglutide. Eat uh, cakes. <laughs> emergency departments and hospitals support patients uh, with intravenous fluids and anti-nausea drugs as the drug works its way out of their body. Nurse, give me an IV filled with frosting. Uh, so, yeah. So, people are ODing on this uh, from time to time and until they figure it out. Yeah. So, yeah. That's one of the... Um, uh, you, you knew that was going to happen. All right, got time for probably one more here. Yeah. 34... Oh, here, I found it. Uh, <laughs> 34% of Americans say going home for the holidays is not a true vacation. <laughs> and yeah. 71% need a vacation after the holidays uh, uh, to unwind. So I was having this very conversation last night uh, with Andrea and um, talking about our parents. And we love our parents dearly. But um, we're, I think we're going to just hunker down this holiday season and not do a lot of visits and um, hopefully... Hopefully enjoy the holiday season a little bit more. Even when it's not the holidays, and I love my family. Yeah. But when I go to visit, I, I it's not... It's not vacation. A relaxing vacation experience. Is it, right. the, is it the bear? <laughs> it's the bear. Is it Jamie Lee Curtis in the kitchen? No, 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 no it's not that bad. But, but there are... There are family issues to handle. Yeah. My, mine usually comes with a little bit of drama involved, right. too. And I, I, it's not something that I'm like, oh, wow, I can't wait till blah, blah, blah. You know, so. Um, let me ask you, if, uh, because your kids are getting a little bit older. Preston, yours are, are the oldest. Because um, I think about this sometimes. Is We're talking about this. And, and sometimes it's not enjoyable to ever think about, like, your kids and what they think. Like, I I'm have, like, I don't yeah. ever want them, you know, I mean, yeah. to come home and dread. not want to. I know. Yeah. Or that it's stressful or whatever. I have thought about it and that's why, so like Carter's the only one that's away right now and he's just in Westchester but still, I don't see him for weeks on end now but when he comes home, I try to just 
back off. Back off. More child. More child. Whatever you Seriously. Want. Uh, and, and just, you know, not be too intrusive. I but, no longer love you. No, <laughs> no but, I, but I'm also like, you know, you want to like, play a game or something? <laughs> Do you want to sit down next to me? Oh, yeah. I came back to play games. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of like, sometimes when you pay attention to the dog just a little bit, he's like, yeah, let's go. And you don't want to yeah. be that. You don't want to be like. I know. Hey, it, it, yeah. it gives you a little bit of attention. Like, all right, let's play something. But I, I, I think it's a different environment than my uh, my family that I grew up with. So, Casey, yeah. is this uh, your daughter's last Christmas at home before she leaves for college? Watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. You, and, uh, and it's is looking like special. Um, or are you going to act uh, distant? No, no. I, I, you know, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it. Uh, I'm sorry to make you think about it. That wasn't my intent. It's so, and and the thing that stinks is that it's it's really really looking more and more like she's going to go away to college, right? Right? That she's not going to be right. anywhere within a three hour drive at least, oh, you know, perhaps even perhaps drive. even a plane ride. Oh boy! Wow. Uh, okay. So yeah. Hmm. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. We hadn't thought about it until now. Huh? And then not only that, inside. not only that, but like for what she wants to pursue, like even like after she graduate college, graduates college, like it doesn't look like she's coming back to this area. Wow. So that's like pretty upsetting. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Just, even at this point, is she forgetting your name? <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. She called me mom the other day. Mom. <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't you even know? I mean, I mean, what? <laughs> You know what's funny is I my mom lives with us, but like my wife goes by mom at the house, and my mom goes by grandmom. And I called my mom mom the other day to my kids, and they were like, "No, that's not mom." And I was like, "Hey, I'm sorry, my mom. Why not did your you, mom? You should call your mom cellar dweller." Yeah, right. We have two moms. We have two Casey's. It's wow. confusing. It is confusing. Uh, I, for me, um, well, my, my dad is in Texas, and um, um, I mean, my mom passed away uh, decades ago. So the, the, the family getting together is more uh, on my wife's side. And I made the decision a while ago to throw the big family party so we can stay home. Yeah, and you do it after the holidays, after right? After the holidays. Which I think is brilliant. It, it honestly is a massive, massive I forget when, thumbs so up from everybody. It's January? It's the week after New Year's. Oh, that's that's yeah. so smart. And is, and so are there ever any um, people who say no because of uh, the time of year or whatever? No, they, they, it, it's always a home run. Because because this way also that gives people extra if they give shopping yeah, yeah. time uh, that gives them time to just be at home and not have to travel in the hell. I love that uh, scenario and it, and it works. One, so I leave my lights up and everything and it's all good. One last stat: although fifty seven percent of travelers stay with family and friends for the holidays, forty three percent said staying at home makes them feel like kids again. But thirty four percent enjoy the space staying in a hotel because uh, it gives them that a little more room, a little more space, a little more breathing. Well, if you're raised in a hotel. It would feel like home again. It would feel yeah, like yeah. home again, wouldn't it? All right. Um, well, any, anyhow, something uh, to consider as we're heading into uh, full holiday season. Everybody get you back together. Oh, is it, wait, listen. Avoid. Start a big family fight now. Get yeah. ready. Yeah, yeah. Get, yeah. It, get it out you of the way. You don't have to worry. All right. Uh, let's wrap it up. Yeah, we're Let's take a break and come back in a moment and talk to the amazing actor, Mr. Jason Isaacs, when we return. You know him from Harry Potter and loads of other things. Yes. But, uh, he's got a, a new uh, limited series coming up to promote. So back in a moment. Stay with us. Yeah, we want to go for a ride in the car. Our tail is so wagging right now. 
take us along with the MMR app. It's Apple CarPlay and Android compatible, which means we get to sit in the dashboard screen. We'll even send you notifications if you want. Download it and try it now. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopingandWinGame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. This traffic report brought to you by TheHeadNut.com. Visit the HeadNut online store at TheHeadNut.com for nuts, spices, coffee, and more. TheHeadNut.com for the best in nuts. No, if it's ands or buts, it's TheHeadNut.com. <laughs> okay. And that's your traffic on 93. Checking them out. You, you guys did so good. I am yeah. very oh, proud you. of you. Thank you. Uh, question, Casey, our guest. Uh, we, do, We're trying to connect right now. All right, so do I have a second to do this? You do. So uh, <laughs> I've been reading um, a book, an audio book, and uh, I told Nick the other day, I'm like, yeah, I'm really, I'm really enjoying this book. And uh, I meant to get to it years ago because we had him, the, the, the guy that it's based on years ago, and I'm just loving it. It's so well done. And uh, Nick's like, well, let me reach out to the guy, see if yeah, we can get him yeah, on. Yeah. We're going to have him on next week. Nice. And it's... Um, it's uh, Curtis Armstrong, Booger from yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Revenge of the Nerds. And Nick goes, dude, I got this voicemail. Listen to this. So he pulled this aside and this was him. Thursday, December 14th. Hey, Nick, it's Curtis Armstrong calling. Uh, I just got an email from my uh, agent, my literary agent, about doing an interview. Um, I would be up to that um, if we could work out a time. My number is... Give me a call when you can. Bye. And so Nick plays me this, and he goes... I got Booger's phone number. <laughs> <laughs> and I called him back yesterday. Could not have been a nicer guy. And we're going to have him on the show on Monday. He's in New York, and I'm really excited to chat with him. Do you know uh, he's actually be- because they've released all the seasons of Moonlighting, and he yeah. is, oh, he, is okay. uh, he is on that as well. Obviously, well, his his memoir is great. It's yeah. it's really well done. So uh, I'm looking forward to talking to him, and I'm very much looking forward to talk to our current guest who we have standing by. Yes, ready to go. We've had in years past had a chance to uh, chat with him. Uh, you know him from. Uh, Film series like Harry Potter, The, the Patriot, the Fury, Black Hawk Down, Hotel Mumbai, tons of great stuff. And now this limited series, uh, which is called Archie, and it's on the life of Cary Grant. Yes, yeah, so I watched the first episode. It is pretty phenomenal because I am a huge Cary Grant fan, and it is. Uh, I'm already learning stuff I had no idea about. It's now available on BritBox, and we are so excited to welcome Mr. Jason Isaacs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, morning, boys. Nice so to have you. You've got 
probably got something in front of you that says about something about me, but I got a piece of paper that says, you are the number one way for Philadelphians to start their morning. Oh, that's where we like that. <laughs> wow. You replace coffee and, I guess, morning sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's how desperate it's gotten here in yes. Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jason, uh, your, your personal fandom of, uh, uh, of Cary Grant, where does, that, where does that lie in the pantheon of, of uh, actors that you appreciate? Oh, uh, well, I didn't really think much about him before I got this job, to be honest with you. Okay. And uh, I started to watch his early films. I thought, he's very awkward. Of course, he came straight from vaudeville and uh, doing kind of knockdown end of pier shows and carnival barking. And then as I watched more and more of the movies, I went, he's got something. You can't take your eyes off him. He's not an actor. He's a star. There's a difference. You can watch, he's on screen with Jimmy Stewart and Catherine Hepburn and Ingrid Bergman and all these people, but there's something about you, you just can't take your eyes off him. You, and when I was doing the research, I spent a lot of time talking to Diane Cannon, who's, uh, their appalling toxic marriage is featured a lot in the show. Uh, if you keep watching beyond episode one, you'll see. And, um, and she said to me, uh, she said, she married Cary Grant. But when he shut the door and came home, he was Archie Leach. And something very, very different happened. And, uh, and really all the scars from his abusive, abandoned, neglected childhood, all the terrible things happened to him in his childhood came to play in his personal life, which is why there's no interviews. He didn't do any of this stuff that I'm doing now. There's no, you can't find a recorded interview. He didn't let the mask clip. Wow. But anyway, one of the things she said to me when she was being very helpful about his emotional damage, and she, every now and again she punctuated and she'd go, but honey, he would walk into a room and let me tell you something. He was so beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. I mean, everybody wanted him. And yeah, the fellas and the girls. And he had a body. I mean, I'm not kidding you. And naked. And I go, Diane, let's get back to things that are useful to me, if you wouldn't mind. <laughs> well, it's... So, it's, yeah, it's Diane it, and I fell in love with him watching his movies. Okay. Well, that, actually, what I fell in love with, of course, or fell in awe with, was Cary Grant. And the reason we made the show is he wasn't Cary Grant. He was the very, very polar opposite of everything you think you know about him. Everything you liked in the movies about him. You just reverse it. That's who he was when he got home. That becomes readily clear. And, and just as, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, Connery played Bond. He wasn't James Bond. Mm. I never thought of Cary Grant as a complete construct. And, and it's so clear that sure. that, that was the case. This horribly Absolutely. troubled person. An avatar. Yeah. You know, to speak to the kids' language today. No, he was inc- incredibly troubled. You know, if he was unflappable, that character courage on screen, he was extremely flappable in life. He was very, very vulnerable emotionally and very uh, volcanic. His rages would be, his self-hatred was trouble. He took LSD hundreds of times with the doctor to try and quell his nightmares and his kind of personality disturbance. So uh, it's amazing when you mention, oh, I'm going to show you know, uh, uncovering the layers of Cary Grant. They go, oh, I, he was so extraordinary, so debonair, so suave. And I just think, you wait till you see it. Wow. Th- think, think, Jason. Think of something wow. else. Think of uh, you as an actor of carrying, uh, in his case, carrying the weight of this faux entity that you've created that everyone expects sure. you to be. And that places additional stress on an already fragile psyche. That's exactly right. I mean, it's ironic, isn't it, that a man who, or a boy who, who was completely unloved, completely abandoned and abused, sought his whole life to make other people love him and became very good at it. I mean, he was a, he was a male escort when he was in New York and who knows what he did when he first got to Hollywood. And he learned to use his beauty and how sexy he was to make people love him. In the end, he got half of the known world to love him, and it just made him feel even more unlovable. You get this why his personal relationships went to pot, where he had five marriages. You know, you get the sense that he he 
sort of quickly grew to resent people. So he sought that love and then quickly grew to resent people who gave him that love. Does that make That's any sense? Perceptive. That's absolutely right. Yeah. And, and numbers of the wives uh, have said to me or recorded that what happened was, was he would make them, force them unconsciously, force them to reject him before they could abandon him because he was sure that every woman would abandon him because his mother, he felt, had abandoned him. Yeah. He was literally, as a kid, he, there are points where, where throughout his life, he had been literally starving. He was, I mean, he oh, had yeah. hard times. Well, I mean, it's, you know, it's, you couldn't script this stuff. Not only was he starved of love and, and starved of food, genuinely hungry, when he was older, and I'm talking about when he was a big, big star and had a lot of money, he would not only finish everything on his plate and Diane's plate, he'd finish everything on everybody's plate in a restaurant, and if he couldn't, he'd pack it up and take it home, make sandwiches for the next day. If he had a giant party with the most glamorous people in the world and caterers, he would go around if they threw any food away and take it out of the bins and stuff. <laughs> he couldn't bear wow. to a, for a single crumb to be wasted throughout wow. his life. Uh, Jason, I, I wanted know. to ask about your uh, taking on this role. You've uh, you've you've seemed to have mastered the subtleties of the human voice. You've 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 uh, flowed in and out of, of, of different uh, dialects and, and and accents with with ease. Um, you have the Cary Grant accent, which many people have done impressions of over the years. Sure. Um, well, they do an exaggeration. Right, correct. correct. Right. They're um, doing a half-remembered version of Tony Curtis and some like it. Oh, <laughs> right. not really yeah, yeah you're right. Uh, so yeah. so what, what tack did you take in in, uh, in representing and being this character and being uh, both uh, Archie and being uh, Carrie? Uh, I don't know if you have two different ones, if, if, it's, a, if it's depicted in no, the well, show. No, okay. I mean, first of all, you know, a lot of the credit is due to the incredible hair and makeup people and the costume people. I don't look like him, but I look, don't look like myself. Yeah. I mean, the audience is going to meet me halfway. Obviously, I'm not going to be that guy that walks in the room and everybody drops their panties on the floor. But <laughs> I, I, I look brown and I've got the chin and the eyes and it is what it is. But I knew the voice was a big deal, <laughs> that people would be waiting for it. But then I broke down his voice in all the movies and he says every single line with exactly the same intonation pattern. And I knew he couldn't talk like that. There's no way you spill hot coffee in your lap. You you go. Oh, I look vaguely familiar. You know, right? there's, just, there's a there's a voice that you use when you're on screen. He worked at, but he wasn't that guy. And I couldn't find an interview. I just and I had resources. I had all the American networks and British networks. He just didn't do it. Didn't do talk shows. Didn't do any of that stuff. And finally, I tracked down an illicit interview, something that had been recorded against his will by a journalist. Wow. Uh, against his intent in the last year of his life. And at that point, I heard. Archie Leach. Wow. I heard a guy who wasn't so sure of himself and still felt a bit resentful and wasn't trying to be charming. And uh, and I just heard all the fault lines going back to childhood. And that's the voice I broke down and uh, and that you hear when you watch the show. So and it sounds a bit like the guy in the movies, but you take away all of the projected masculinity and certainty and you get a guy who's very insecure. Yeah, I think it's so easy when you do things like this. Now, you had the, the benefit of coming in from the angle of I'm, I'm, I'm going to tackle the man who's dealing Dealing with this persona, so that was a delineation point. But a lot of times, things can. Well, can there's a couple of bits from the movies. Right. Unfortunately, I read the script and I went, "Oh, you." <laughs> yeah. the movie since so, uh, that yeah point, no I know which but as a fan though I love that stuff so I, I love I mean you have to if it's if, if it's even appropriate to say fan service because charade North by Northwest I go sure. back one of my yeah, father's yeah. favorite films is Mr. Blending Spills's Dream House um, oh yeah yeah Father Great Goose ha- Houseboat all of the and even the more you know well, what's the, your favorite then what's your favorite God Almighty I love charade and North by Northwest but I also right right but but Father Goose you know which may be in a way 
very close. The only time he stepped out, it's the only time he stepped outside of this mold. He built this character, which was yeah. really nothing like him at all. And the world fell in love with it. And that's who the world thinks he is. But you're right. Father Goose, he played a, a slightly goofy older guy. Right. Because he was an older guy. Right, right. Uh, and for, people don't realize, I mean, he was a, well, to use the term superstar for quite a oh, long time. Oh, he was time. bigger than any stars today. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like thinking about Elvis and comparing him to pop stars today. And you go, no, no, this is a different magnitude. People didn't have TV and social media and all the other things. There was just the movies. And he dominated, actually, for 30 years. Yeah. That's how big he was. I mean, that's a long time to stay on top. But you know, uh, funny uh, enough, the point of making a, a, a series about a superstar and how opposite and how damaged he was in private isn't really for fans of his because there's many people around who don't know who he is. It's because today we have all these people we worship who come through our phones and laptops and at us and we're all these people against whose lives we compare our own and feel less than. And it's an object lesson to remember that their lives are nothing like what they present to us. No one's life is how they curate it for us on social media. Yeah. And we shouldn't compare ourselves to, the, to what they project at all. It all dils- distills down to the grass is always Screener, and you and you put things. Yes, and you're exactly correct because if anything, Hollywood is legend, especially that time, is legendary for generating these kind of stories of very wounded people who yeah. who ended well, up. It's still true. Yeah, still I mean, true. I tell, yeah, it's still true that most of the very famous people I know went after it with a passion. He yeah. went after making the world love him because he had such a gigantic hole inside him. And the irony being, it just made the hole bigger and deeper. Mm. But uh, So it doesn't happen by accident. And most of the super famous performers I know have something cracked in their mold. Mm. Interesting. And that, that was a question I was going to ask. Is, uh, are there people in this day and age that are carrying on that big of a charade and, uh, and we don't know that at all as a viewing public? I don't public? know if it's possible. I mean, you know, look at the red table that Will Smith and his wife have. You know, they're, they're talking about laying out their dirty laundry. <laughs> so I yeah. That's as much anymore, although I don't know that everybody wants to present it quite as vividly as they do. Um, but I still, yeah, it's still true that people present themselves on social media and they're very careful about the curated image that they project to the world and become very wealthy from that stuff. And uh, when, uh, I don't know about you, but in my life, when I've met any of the people I'm you know, slightly <coughs> tongue I can't even say the word, I'm, I'm you know, starstruck by, tongue-tied by, within five minutes, particularly if I'm working with them, I go, wow. <laughs> this is nothing like what I expected. Right. And they are they are nothing like what I expected. So, yeah, I think we still can pull the wool over people's eyes in that way. Uh, just to switch gears for a second, Jason, I had uh, my uh, my youngest uh, over uh, Thanksgiving uh, had never seen, believe it or not, any of the Harry Potter films, so we watched all of them. Ever, uh, wow. Beautiful, beautiful marathon. father. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tried. I tried. Trust me. I read the books. I did the whole thing. We finally watched it. And right. then, most recently, um, Steve here turned me on, and Nick as well, to a documentary about um, Daniel Radcliffe's uh, stunt double yeah. Um, uh, yeah. being paralyzed. Maybe. I don't know if you've yeah, had yeah. a chance to see that yet. It's called The Boy Who I Lived. know him. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I absolutely have seen it. He's an incredibly inspiring. David Holmes is such an inspiring man. I'm going to say boy because I remember him as a boy. But uh, yeah, uh, you know, they say that people have a default level of happiness and whatever tragedy or tremendous things happen to them, you can peak and you can trough for a while, but you will re- return to it. David's one of the most positive people you ever meet in your life and uh, certainly had a physical tragedy happen to him, but he's such an inspiration to people who meet him today. And that documentary 
it doesn't pretend. It doesn't gloss things over and make it seem like he has the happiest, easiest life. But it, it, on a very profound level, it's it's inspirational. People should watch it if they can. Yeah, it is. It's weird to say, but even for the holidays, when you're talking about things to be grateful for and so on and so forth, should see this this man. No, cont- I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. I hate Christmas. <laughs> I hate Christmas because I don't want to be buying a bunch of stuff and you know paying for one more trip for yeah. Jeff Bezos to space. I'd like to be giving, and it's an argument we have all the time with my kids, and uh, we all pick a charity and all this stuff, but really there's still an orgy of consumerism. And if you can spend Christmas thinking about others and and dealing with empathy and sympathy and being grateful, finding ways to be grateful and finding ways to be of service uh, as a consequence, then that's what Christmas means to me. It's when when you're playing a character, and obviously you know the the the, the villain, and which you you're, you're obviously a very nice guy, but the the villain. I'm talking about Cary Grant here. <laughs> no, I know. He was a trouble man. Uh, yeah, trouble man, that. not a villain. Not a villain but obviously, right, uh, you know, we've never forgotten what you did to us in the Revolutionary War. So, uh, <laughs> well, I tried to win. <laughs> you know, uh, but if I, listen, if, we, if I'd won, uh, we might not have what's coming up in the next presidency. So you know, it's <laughs> roundabouts. Isn't you it? had to secure that. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, but but is is so to that point? You always seem to find the the humanity in that. And, and, and so rap. let me ask you with Cary Grant, uh, the mm-hmm. one final thing to take away about Cary Grant: what you learned he, that if your inner voice doesn't match the what you present to the world, do some work on it because it will drive you to distraction and it will destroy your relationships. Mm, that's, what, that's what I learned from doing it and I hope you, you learn from watching it. Archie is available on BritBox. It's, uh, it's a pleasure. Thank you so much, Jason. We appreciate you coming. It was on. great to talk to you guys. Wonderful. Jason Isaacs. He's awesome. Love that guy. He's yeah. so talented. And by the way, did you hear the, we have to rap? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no. What do you mean? <laughs> that's not how we do it in the States. The rap means go longer. Uh, I thought we had more time with him, man. Yeah, yeah it was good. 15 to 20. They gave oh, us 15. Okay. Um, well, I, dude, I did not know that about Cary Grant. Uh-uh. I had no idea that he was, like, borderline... <laughs> Mean. He was brutalized growing up. Yeah, I know. He was an abused guy. So reflected that. And there were times, though, he considered his greatest achievement his daughter, Diane Cannon. For years, I remember. For years, I would always say, because I knew Cary Grant had issues, and I still loved Cary Grant. Still do. I will always love the 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 movie experiences and so on and so forth. But people would always there'd be like, oh, Diane Cannon, like what she had to put up with, and she really was good for him for the for the you know couple of years they were together. But he was. She was able to do something, make him comfortable enough, and they it, that was the one time he had a child, and his child, who is co-producer on the movie, right. uh, is, he believes, uh, believed was his greatest achievement. But when you talk about how things, the sins of childhood, or they, you know, when, when you see these children, and I'm sure you guys all have kids, and you're like, oh, what if I do this? Is that going to set this in motion? What if I do that? Is that going to make this? Is it going to be something that's going to come back 15 years from now? Right. I mean, he just had a flood of all of that. I'm yeah. glad uh, Jason Isaac said what he said about the boy who lived, um, and if I can say just one more thing about it, uh, I, w- I watched it because Steve recommended it to me, but I watched it because uh, I'm a Harry Potter fan. It really doesn't have a lot to do with Harry Potter. No. It, uh, Harry Potter's just sort of the background of what's happening in these guys' lives, including Daniel Radcliffe. Um, but it's just a story about um, living life to the fullest and really being grateful for what you have, uh, quite literally having a body, if you can get out of bed every day and wake up and, and uh, you know get on your, your own two feet, and what this 
poor child has gone through and now a young man has gone through, um, it's this slow uh, debilitation of his uh, bodily functions. Um, but he still has this attitude right. that is so resolute and so uplifting. I, I cannot recommend it more highly. So thank you again, Steve, for oh, pointing it out. To I was just saying that the, it, thank you. It, it gotten just gotten raves. And, uh, you know, you talk about <laughs> so he gets this really traumatic injury and then. He happens to be one of 3% who are susceptible to a yeah, complication of the yeah. injury. Yep. And, and so, you know, but yet always are his friends, are his people, are his supporters. Right. And one of his friends just happens to be Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like that, Daniel Radcliffe isn't, um, it, it, we're not focusing on this movie because Daniel Radcliffe right. is Harry Potter. You know, he's just, he's an actor who played that role. Right. right? Uh, and you never, uh, you wouldn't realize how many stunts went into that yes. series, Ton- and tons Whoa. of badass, of really difficult stunts. I mean, that series is so effing good, I, yeah. and so ah. if you take it, sometimes it might be jarring for people who watch it as you did back to back because you know you're seeing tone a tone shift, yeah, um, you know, uh, happen in, and even in the books, the tonal shift happened over time, but um, but yeah, each one of them is magical. We, uh, Caroline was like, uh, yeah, yeah, I never saw the. Um, uh, you know, we haven't watched all the movies, so I just started watching the first one. I went and sat down with her, and we watched six in a row. <laughs> six of the movies. It was crazy. And then we were like, okay, well, we got to finish now. So we spread it out over the next couple of days. But And Jason Isaacs is just, man, can that guy... He can cut you with a look, with a snide. Cu- I mean, he is just harsh. There is a brief second where he he infuses um, um, his character with um, paternal heart, like on, sure. on, the, on the bridge. Yeah. He's still a dad. Yeah, yeah, and and, and uh, you know the, the exact sequence I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, and it's very cool. It's a subtle thing. I love those. We were talking the other day, President, about that scene in uh, in Purple Rain when Morris Day, yeah. who's been berating and, and just just crapping all over Prince. There's a nanosecond where he's hmm. he almost like collects himself and is like. I, I'm not. I don't feel good about this. Right. Yeah. Well, Steve, you talk about the humanity of that series, right? And um, Voldemort has no love in his life at all, ever. Yeah, yeah. And that's why he's pure evil. Right. But Draco and uh, Lucius and and uh, the mother, um, they're 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 still a family. They've got a family. And in the end, <laughs> yeah. Lucius chooses Draco over Voldemort. Yeah. And that like it speaks to like the fact that he's there's humanity there. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. no, it's a fantastic series. So I was glad I went through and watched it again because it had been a while since I had seen any of that. But that uh, the documentary is called uh, Daniel, or it's called um, uh, The Boy Who Lived. Uh, but uh, Jason Isaacs and the, the Archie series, what what is BritBox? Now, I mentioned so that it, that's it is, what it's on. It, I, I subscribed to it a long time ago. It's it's a um, it, all, all British television, so all sorts of shows, because Lord knows there's not enough available to us right now. Yes, yes. But this, early on, uh, <laughs> there were a couple of shows that I liked um, that were on it, and a couple of series. Uh, and so uh, if you are a bit of a uh, an Anglophile and you, you like that stuff, it's um, uh, you know, uh, the I think the great thing happened um, shift-wise, Preston, was when we uh, here in the in the states adopted the five-episode series, mm-hmm. and so you know, BritBox has tons of those. Okay, my mom, it, this would be perfect for her because she, she watches a lot of uh, WHYY. She'll watch uh, Father Brown. That's and, okay. Uh, and old it. Tricks. That's yep. another British show that she what likes. So old Tricks. It's, uh, these, it's about prostitutes. No, no, no. You know, it's these old people <laughs> that uh, that basically they go out and solve crimes. And yeah, so yeah. it's old, you know, new tricks. Or no, no, it's called new tricks. New tricks because they're yeah. old people. But, okay. but Tricks is for kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
silly rabbit. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that was uh, that was really cool talking. Yeah, about. yeah. Uh, we should take a break and come back. We got some bizarre file stories that we will share in just a little bit. And you Casey looks like he's searching well, for I'm something. We're hosting this movie screening next week, and uh, nice. it is confirmed we will have Zack Snyder on the show next week to talk awesome. about. Awesome. Do you know what day? Uh, yeah, it's gonna be Tuesday. Rebel Moon is the movie, and Casey is doing a screening, and this will be, what day are you doing that? Monday. Tuesday night? Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday night, December nineteenth. Okay. Uh, so you know we have a few of these to give away. So I will take uh, we'll take five callers right now two one five two six three WMMR. So this is going to be at the Fashion District AMC seven o'clock screening, and it's before it hits theaters. Uh, and two one five two six three WMMR is the number. Call right now. And Zach Snyder, of course, a good friend of ours, and so many great movies. And you know this the advanced, one looks badass. Yeah, the, Preston. He's a, you know he's a visionary when it comes to this stuff. And, and and so the, the reviews already are like, you have not seen anything like this. Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's going to be released on Netflix on December 22nd. So you get to see it beforehand. So we'll take those callers now and we will set you up with passes to go. We'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. Beat file uh, stories that we'll get to in a second and more coming up. So stay right where you are. Join Marissa from the Preston and Steve Show Sunday from 4 to 6 for a Preston and Steve Christmas Miracle Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Edition pre-party at McGurk's, 582 South Bethlehem Pike in Fort Washington. Enter for a chance to win passes for Preston and Steve's Christmas Miracle and enjoy 350 Miller Lite bottles and drafts. Complete details at WMMR.com. So looking at some of the stuff that we have to uh, to give away, and I'm, I'm going to go ahead and just reveal some of this stuff here. Can I do that? Is that okay? Uh, so the Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Contest, we have Miller Lite beer for a year. Nice. Uh, we've got uh, Stephen Starr has given us $2,000 in gift cards to give away. We have a three-day mini ski getaway at Smuggler's Notch in Vermont. We have a pair of stock car racing experience ride-alongs at Pocono. You're going to freaking love it. Pocono Raceway. We have, a, listen to this, four heated tailgate chairs from Shift Outdoors. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's like a $500 value. We have uh, Maurice Pierce family four-pack combo tickets. Dude, that's just scratching the surface. Yeah. We got, we got a ton of really cool things uh, that we're going to give away. And we just we just chuck these prizes out left and right. And we're bringing, we're, we're going to play some games that you've heard before on the show. Uh, and uh, we've just never done them in a live setting before. No, because so we're going to play around with those. If you are a fan, and this is obviously a, a, a love letter of sorts to the, the all of you for supporting the show. Um, you've probably heard these games. And again, uh, you know, the, changing things up, I think, is a good idea yeah. because uh, a lot of times you might be playing at home and you didn't get through and you wanted your shot. Well, you're going to get it. And plus, the past several years, for as long as we've been doing this, uh, we've done pretty much a similar uh, yeah. formula every single time. So we thought, well, we're going to a new location. Let's try something a little bit different. I love it. And live musical entertainment, the Souderton Area High School oh. Choir yes. is going to be singing. Some of the students, there are two uh, acapella groups. They have a uh, Coordination and the Souter Tones, and they're going to come out and sing. And I wanted to take a mention, uh, a moment to mention that they have uh, their winter concert tonight. Tonight at Souterton Area Hot High School. Damn tonight! Yes, and uh, my youngest is the one who runs the sound for that. Nice. Oh, that's right. so, yeah, so that'll be cool. But Souter Tones, the Souter Tones, that's terrific. <laughs> yeah, they always have good names in those. They groups. do all those acapella groups. Yeah. So they're gonna they're gonna give us some uh, some holiday music uh, performed live at the event too. So we'll have that, and uh, we're working on some other things as well. In fact. 
like we're going to have a little meeting after the show today to kind of put things in line and figure out exactly when and where we want to do stuff. But um, all of our, you know, our, our wonderful sponsors throughout the year, um, they always pony up uh, for this thing and they, they get, uh, you know, they, they obviously uh, pay for advertising, but then they offer up this stuff. They're, they're on top of that for yeah. us to give away, which is fantastic. So, and then we in turn give it to you. Yes. It does mean a lot. That's that these, and we've out. had, you know, the sponsors that, you know, that, that obviously um, you hear every day, but we, we appreciate your support of them as well. Yes, absolutely. Because keep in mind, the, uh, the only way uh, that, our industry has income <laughs> right. is from our sponsors. That's, That's, right. it. That's all, it. Every bit of it pays for, for all the equipment, all the salaries. Everything comes from our advertisers. So you supporting our advertisers supports us, this family at WMMR. Uh, and Beasley Media, so we very much appreciate that. And that's part of the whole Christmas miracle. It is a miracle. Live broadcast, so yeah, we're... It's a Christmas yeah. miracle! Yeah! Doing it next Wednesday. Let's do the B5. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. To you this morning by Ember's Smokehouse and Tap in Chalfont, PA, offering unique twist on classic barbecue. You can enjoy chef-inspired plates that are perfect for dinner, a game, or holiday parties. You can visit Ember's Smokehouse and Tap.com for the menu. All right, this is disturbing, terrible, and but this does happen from time to time. Uh, gospel singer Pedro Enrique collapsed and died. During a performance in Brazil, and the whole thing was caught on camera. He was 30 years old. Every now and then, in fact, if you go to Wikipedia and look up a list of uh, performers who died while performing, you'll be blown away by how many people have actually died on stage or on camera. Albert Brooks's father died right at the end of giving a um, a Friars Club roast. Wow. It was up on stage. Died. Yeah. Uh, Enrique was performing at a private event uh, for influencer Luisa Abreu. Uh, the event was also broadcast live on social media platforms. In the startling clip, Enrique stands at the edge of the stage, urging the crowd to sing along as he holds his microphone out before he seemingly loses his balance, falls over okay. in front of his band. Uh, his record label said that he was pronounced dead at a local medical clinic and suffered a massive heart attack. Is he a big guy? No, not at all. Thin guy. Young guy, too. Oh. Uh, Enrique is survived by his wife and his two-month-old daughter. Oh my God, yeah, so it's terrible news. Sorry to lead with that one. Uh, how about this one? It's terrible, too. Uh, two men who allegedly killed approximately 3,600 birds, including bald eagles and golden eagles, face years in prison and fines of up to $250,000. Why are they killing eagles? After being indicted by a federal grand jury in Montana um, to sell them, uh, to sell the you know the feathers and whatnot. Uh, Simon Paul and Travis John uh, Branson are accused of poaching bald eagles and golden eagles on the Flathead Indian Reservation and elsewhere from January 2015 to March 2021 and then illegally selling them on the black market. Uh, during the investigation, law enforcement uncovered messages from Branson and others describing the illegal taking of eagles by stating, quote, out here committing felonies and telling buyers he was on a killing spree to obtain eagle tail feathers for future sales. Well, thank God he's a moron. Yeah, so they are facing the uh, the Lacey Act, Act which uh, combats trafficking of, uh, trafficking of illegal taken wildlife, fish, or plants. <sighs> Uh, the indictment uh, details the sale of 13 bald eagles and golden eagles as part parts or entire birds uh, with the dates that each were poached. Do you have a story about an exploding baby? Uh, let me see. No, but I have one about a guy who took a thousand foot fall. Oh. 
and yeah, lived. Oh, well, there you go. All right, so with his broken left arm in a sling and his right eye nearly swollen shut, 34-year-old Ian Snyder said he can't believe he survived a 1,000-foot tumble from a hiking trail in Hawaii and uh, being stranded for three days next to a stream. The can't Elf- believe I survived. <laughs> Excuse me? I can't believe I survived. You can't believe you survived? <laughs> It's miraculous. Uh, the California father of three spoke of his <laughs> harrowing ordeal on Tuesday and was able to meet and thank in person the rescuers and members of the local hiking community who banded together to find him uh, near a waterfall in the uh, Ko'olau mountain range on the island of Oahu is where this happened. It, uh, Snyder said he was, and Nick, this is kind of right out of your story, okay? He was hiking alone. He, you weren't alone, but uh, last week when he described a uh, what he described as a treacherous stretch of the Ko'olau Summit Trail uh, when his outing took an unexpected twist. He said his hike was pretty routine when he started his adventure. And then he said, I got to the peak. It was steep. From there, I continued along the peak's trail, and it got more and more treacherous. At one point, he looked down from the trail, saw the uh, Pali Highway in the distance, and thought, man, that is a long way down below me, and I need to get down there. And he said he doesn't remember exactly when he toppled and fell. He said, once I came to, I had no idea what had happened. He said, I'd been out clearly. I can't even remember if it was daytime, nighttime, the first time I came to. He has no idea how long he was out. Nope. Wow. And Uh, so his last memory was looking down at the highway and saying, I I have to get down there. When Snyder failed to return from his hike, his family reported him missing. Members of the Oahu hiking community also rallied the search team, spreading the word of Snyder's disappearance on his Facebook page. But luckily for him, he had posted a selfie and videos on social media during his hike before he fell, and that helped rescuers pinpoint the location to search for him in the first place. They recognized the terrain. Take that, social media critics. Uh, Snyder said he was left wondering if he would live or die. I remember being close to the stream, and at some point in the few days, few I days. Know, yeah, he was there for days. I know I must have shifted locations, dragged myself along, and got myself closer to the stream. I got between two rocks where I knew I'd be more sheltered out of the wind uh, because his left arm was broken. He said he had to reach across his body with his right to scoop up water to drink as he lay there immobilized. He said, I had a deep sense of calm, though. On Thursday, he said he heard what sounded like a helicopter nearby. He said he began waving his right arm and eventually caught the rescue crew's attention. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, a paramedic. He was 90% complete on a coconut car. A paramedic said. <laughs> <laughs> so close. That when he spotted Snyder from the air, he couldn't believe the hiker had survived such a fall. He said that he learned a valuable lesson from his misadventure. Never go hiking alone. True dad. Never. True dad. All right, and then we'll do uh, one more story. Let's go with this one. A renowned Boston area fertility doctor is facing a federal lawsuit from a former patient who alleges that he secretly impregnated her with his own firm. Man! During an artificial insemination. What is it with these guys? Procedure decades ago. Steve, this reminds me of the old uh, coffee commercials. We secretly replaced yeah. the original, original semen with yeah. the doctor semen. Yeah. I think you're going to like this. And in a, <laughs> yeah. in a lawsuit, <laughs> he was just getting warmed up. Yeah. 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 Look uh, at that. I put a head on that for you. Yeah. And he said that uh, uh, they said that in the lawsuit. Uh, yeah. 
Sarah DePoyan. Do you like short babies? Explained that she and her husband went to Dr. Merle Berger. Merle Berger. Mm. Come on. I'm just getting warmed up. Uh, the now. Welcome to lunch. We're serving Merle Burgers. Uh, retired co-founder of Boston IVF in 1980 for help getting pregnant. Berger promised to perform an insemination using sperm of a medical resident who resembled her husband who did not know her and whom she did not know. One sperm burger up. Instead. <laughs> Instead, the doctor secretly substituted his own sperm. You better think again. Now, her daughter, Carolyn Bester, was born in January 1981. Speaking to reporters, Bester said that she learned the truth about her parentage earlier this year. How do you think she learned about it? Uh, 23andMe. Oh, there you go. Uh, Among her DNA matches were Berger's granddaughter and second cousin. (laughs) Holy yeah. Bester said, I spoke to one of them. I started piecing it all together. Uh, Berger's lawyer disputed the lawsuit, claimed... You just got sperm burger. And said that the- <laughs> I've been around, you know. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing Pacino. <laughs> I, I just figured, I figured out how to do the voice, and I'm just having fun with it. You could do Mitch McConnell. I mean, right. you like that? It took about an hour for me to completely finish. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Uh, the Burgers lawyer disputed the lawsuit claims. <laughs> I actually heard it walking out of my peanut. Oh, my God. <laughs> so they have no legal or factual merit and will be disproven in court. And there wow. you go. I think we're going to end on that one, folks. That is all I have in the bizarre file for you. All right, we're not done uh, stuff giving stuff away. We're just getting warmed up at this point. <laughs> uh, I take a flamethrower to this place. So, I'm just getting warmed up. So when we come back, we're going to do the lesson question. We'll give away a prize for that. And we'll also get the trash and music news and all that stuff on top of it. So stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. It's a scientific fact. People like free shit. And at WMMR.com, you can find out how to score yourself some of that, like concert tickets, autographed gear, and even cash. Become an MMR VIP to get extra chances to enter online at WMMR.com. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. It's Friday. Oh, yeah. 
No sad bro at all. Feels wonderful. And it'll feel wonderful if you win our Word of the Week prize. We're going to have that um, in just a little bit, so make sure you're ready for that. Kathy, I saw you uh, You have sniffles. I saw you have a little tissue there. Uh, no, I think I'm good. Okay, good. Yeah. Excellent. No, we've, been... had, we've had a circle of sickness around you. And usually, well, that's what I get nervous about, um, which is why I don't like when people come to work sick, because I will get your sickness. Um, mm-hmm. But I've been doing a new concoction that um, Dr. Palmer has set up for me, so uh, for my Neil Med, and I think that it's working. I think it's helping. So, All right. did you tell uh, Preston's wife you're going to see Dr. Palmer? She loves Dr. I know she does. Dr. Palmer. She does love oh Dr. My Palmer. God, I'm so <laughs> I know that's not your area of expertise, but could you take a look down there? Oh my God. <laughs> well, you you mentioned compound pharmacies earlier, and uh, I was introduced to one um, because of him, and okay. that's what. Yeah. All right. Because of Dr. Palmer. Yes. Dr. Palmer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Dr. Palmer, Dr. Palmer, into my <laughs> private parts immediately. Okay. Aging Dr. Palmer. <laughs> 20 cc's of youth. Stat. This is Rochelle, by the way, not me. I know. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Uh, yeah, because uh, I was sick last weekend. Casey ended up with this. Nick was... Uh, last week? Was, yeah, yeah, so I'm, I'm shocked that nothing is... Knock on wood. This yeah, yeah. part of the console is good. Yeah. I, yeah, I worry most about Nick because I sit right next to him. But uh, did I, uh, but I didn't get you sick. No, right? no, 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 no. Yeah. Uh-uh. All right. no, not at all. all right. Very good. All right, so we're going to do today's lesson question. We're going to do that. <laughs> and we're going to give away a four-pack of tickets. <laughs> Guess what I get to do? Four-pack of tickets to Luminature at the Philadelphia Zoo. Uh, the question that will go with this is, which politician is a surprise celebrity guest judge on RuPaul's Drag Race? 215-263-WMMR. You had to have heard this earlier this morning to get it right. Which politician is a surprise celebrity guest judge on RuPaul's Drag Race? 215-263-WMMR. Call if you know the answer. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Family and Company Jewelers. Get a little extra action under the mistletoe this year with a gift from Family and Company Jewelers, South Jersey's holiday diamond destination, Route 70 in Marlton, or at FamilyJewelers.com. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, a lot of fans were none too thrilled when Madonna took the stage two hours late for a show in Brooklyn Wednesday night. The aging diva apparently lost track of time watching a Matlock marathon. Uh, hey! <laughs> Todd Crisley of Crisley Knows Best has been vigorously complaining about the food at the Florida prison he's currently serving time in for tax evasion. Still, Crisley says all is not bad. No Noting that he has befriended a mouse named Mr. Jingles, who sleeps on a little bed <laughs> in his ass. Oh, oh, oh man. Who has decided to scrap plans for a show starring Diddy in light of recent multiple allegations of sexual assault? Hulu had briefly considered adapting to the changing news cycle and calling the show Diddy Rappin' and Rapin'. Oh. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood track. We are looking for somebody who knows the answer to this question. Uh, which politician is a surprise celebrity guest judge on RuPaul's Drag Race? And we have, let's see, we have uh, Jim we're going to go to. Uh, uh, yes. Hi, hi Good Jim. morning, Ed. Good morning to see you, Jim. Jim. All right, yes. who is going to be the surprise celebrity guest judge on RuPaul's Drag Race? Is it Mitch McConnell? It is. That's correct, Jim. I want you to hang on the line, buddy. We are going to give you 
Four-pack of tickets for Luminature at the Philadelphia Zoo. Luminature is back for another season of sights, sounds, and surprises at the Philadelphia Zoo, now through January 6th, with more than a million twinkling lights. It is the biggest and brightest holiday light show yet, and you can reserve your tickets now at philadelphiazoo.org. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Brought to you by Wawa. They got you covered with gift cards for everyone on your list from Wawa gift cards or a gift card from your favorite brand. Happy holidays from Wawa. Can I mention something quickly just before it leaves my mind pressed yeah. about yesterday? Uh, I just, there was a little bit of a slight going back and forth with our winner. Um, I... <laughs> I was talking to, uh, I was paying a bill online, and I was clearly, you know, I was out of the country where this recipient was, and there was a delay. Mm. And so I'm giving the credit card number, and I kept saying, don't repeat back the numbers to me, because every time he would do it, you know, it would throw me off. And I said, said, here's what you need to do. Let me give you the whole number, and then... And then you can repeat it back yeah. to me. I start, you know, these are not my numbers, but like three, five, three, five. And I, ah! It took like three. Uh, it felt like three hours, but he just wasn't getting it. So with the delay, it's like it's so effing frustrating. Yeah, you gotta you gotta kind of play news anchor slash yes. reporter. Oh my it, so. god! Yep. The Rolling Stones will release a live edition of Hackney Diamonds, featuring all seven tracks performed at last month's launch event at cool. Racket in New York City. Racket, Racket, Racket. Rack, rack uh, the two CD format includes uh, debut performances of four tracks. Uh, Sweet Sounds of Heaven with Lady Gaga, as well as Shattered, Ragum, Dumblin, Ragum, the Dumblin Dice, Ragum, and Jumpin' Jack Flash, Ragum, will be available on January nineteenth. Ragum. Uh, the Stones recently released a lyric video for "Bite My Head Off," Ragum, featuring some of that live footage, Ragum, and then in the studio with Paul McCartney, Ragum. That's great. Ragpool, Rack, Ragum. Rackball. See Rackball. <laughs> Def Leppard has shared a new live video of "Pour Some Sugar on Me." Ragum. It was. <laughs> it was shot last month at Giant Stadium in Sydney, Australia. Uh, they posted it on their social media late Thursday. The video has. <laughs> The video has similarities to the original from 1987. Uh, next July, they'll kick off the 23-city tour with Journey that includes Hart, Steve Miller Band, and Cheap Trick. And Steve Miller is the one who's going to be performing with them in Philadelphia. Are you going to go to that? Um, I haven't decided. Yeah. Um, when is it? I, I think it's on a weeknight, if yeah. I remember, which kind oh, of makes it hard. Puts it on, takes it off the plate for me, unfortunately. No rack'em. No rack'em. No rack'em. I will not rack'em. Rack'em. But you know what I did here is coming to town, and tickets went on sale yesterday. Oh, yes. And I went ahead and got them. Brett Goldstein. Yes. Roy Kent is coming to town. What's that? It's tomorrow. What? Roy Kent, it's tomorrow. It's January 25th. It's on my birthday. Oh, okay, because I got one. You know what? Maybe I saw this wrong uh, because they were asking me for tickets. Uh, I thought it said December 16th. Did, Did you get them, Preston? Yeah. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, they went on sale yesterday. Okay. I, what what did I see Verizon Hall December 16th? Am I just talking to my east? Uh, this is at the Met. Okay. Maybe he's... Uh, is he at Verizon Hall? Tomorrow night. Tomorrow? Uh, I, we're going we're gonna to have to figure this out. Okay, somebody figure that out. But All nonetheless, right. we're moving on. Nonetheless, woo! Uh, yeah, woo. I'm excited. Uh, so, Motley Crue bassist Nikki Sixx shared on social media this week that the band will be releasing new music sometime in 2024. Is it happening, Casey? Yeah. Okay, so tomorrow at Verizon Hall. Yeah. All right, cool. That's cool, Rock on. Well, I didn't know about that one. That sucks. Now I want to go to that. <laughs> Uh, they recorded new songs back in April with guitarist Sean Five, Mick Mars' replacement. Uh, Nikki Six also revealed that he's working with Rob Minkoff, uh, developing a new music-related animation project. Minkoff co-directed The Lion King for Disney. Excuse me, Minkoff! As well as other films such as Stuart Little, uh, The Haunted Mansion, and The Forbidden Kingdom. All good stuff. One last thing. Uh, while on tour in Italy, Patty Smith had to be hospitalized with a sudden illness on Tuesday, December 12th. Her show was uh, canceled, and the venue put out a statement to fans uh, saying, We are all sorry for this inconvenience caused by the news. Our best wishes for a speedy recovery go to the artist. No mention of uh, exactly what it was? No, uh, they remain quiet on that. Uh, the 76-year-old has been playing shows in Italy the last couple of weeks and has dates in Chicago and Brooklyn before the year's end, so maybe we'll find out down the road. Uh, oh, my God. Wow. We just mentioned uh, a couple of shows, and look who we have on the line. What? It's uh, Brett Goldstein, I hey. think. Hi, Brett, is that you? Happy birthday! Oh! Hey. I'm sorry. I misread. It's Gary Lauer. Hey! Hey, hey. hey how you feeling, Case? Good, buddy. How are you? Oh, just peachy, young man. Just peachy. You sound great. You do sound good. We were actually a little bit worried about you, Gary. We had not heard from you for a while. How are you, Steve? How's everybody? How's my family? How are you, sweet tea, Captain Romano? Hey, Gar. How are you? I'm just peachy, love. Good. Hey, you uh, sound I was good. wondering uh, if you guys can uh, have Casey call me later, and then we could do what we do like we do every he's, day. He's Why'd not, you ask him right now? Yeah, he's not going to call you. <laughs> Why? Because he doesn't feel like it. <laughs> wow. Yes, he would. Oh, wow. Casey, call him. And now, listen. When the it. show is over, I've used all my words for the day. Keep Gary, he'll call you. Yeah, he'll call thank you. you. Thank you, Captain. You're welcome. Up for me, love. And by the way, he has that room open for you at his house. So oh, that's over. great. Anyway, I just want to tell you, I'm available. I just need a ride, and I would love to see my family. I, I love these guys. I miss my guy. I, I miss you. I miss you terribly. You're, uh, we miss you terribly too. So you're talking about for the Christmas miracle, just oh, for yeah, our listeners. Man. Come on, man. We can't stop tradition, man. And we no. got to do something nice. We all have to do something nice for Bill Weston's last day, yeah. okay. thirty first. Kissing yeah. booth, we, we Gary Lauer. We got to put out all the stuff for the big man. Yes. Yeah. No, we're we're well ahead of you, but we yeah. appreciate the sentiment. Eric Simon, Chuck D'Amico, come on, man. We have the best team on, on the radio. Hey, well, we have a meeting after the show. Do you want to stop by for that? Oh, yeah, Give I'm us your We just have to pick them up. Yeah. All right. We have the best team, according to Gary. Yeah. He does. He's Listen, part he, of our team. He works. Billy Burns. Billy Burns is the sales. Billy Burns is the man. Billy Burns. I love it. Billy Burns is the man. Jim Antes. How about that, Jim Antes? Oh, 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 come on, man. You know, you know the guy, Gary, uh, Gary down the road. Look, man, I yeah. know it all, man. We're going to do you it know. for Johnny, though, right? Yeah. Johnny. we got to do it for Johnny, man. <laughs> Give me a call, Case, if you can, man. And I hope you guys have a great day, man. Thank you, Gary. Right, Marissa's trying yeah. to, Marissa's signaling. What are you, what are you saying? I, I had something to, to chime in with after we talked to Gary. Oh, Bye, Gary. Okay. oh okay. All, right, all, right. all right. So Marissa's, uh, she's doing the, the heart symbol as she's right. talking. Great, have a great day and, I, and a wonderful weekend, kids, and hopefully I'll see you Wednesday. And I'll wait for you, Marissa. All right. Yeah, never right. call you after the show. All right. Okay. Thank I'll you. Right we'll, we'll see you next Wednesday. Meet you at Murphs. Gary. Thank you very much, Brust. All right. Um, see you, buddy. All right. Brest. There you go. Brust. All right. Brust. 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 Brust.
get Marissa security now. Uh, what do you want to say? Um, Connor and I did some deep diving in here, and Casey, it looks like that Brett Goldstein tomorrow is not a thing. It exists like one place on the internet, um, but we it seems that it's not on the Kimmel website, so maybe it okay. changed. Mm. Huh. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, good. We did some mm. deep. Uh, so I don't know if you guys know, Connor is the brains behind uh, Pierre's weekend calendar. So before Pierre comes running in wondering where that is on the weekend calendar, because he listens to things that we announce ah. and then adds him to his calendar. Okay. So Connor's all over it. Right. Wow. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you. I, I but, thought I wouldn't know him for sure. Right. If Roy Kent... Roy effing Kent was right. coming to town. I, I, I know. Listen, I legit just got a request for tickets today, and I was like, well, I didn't know he was coming to town. And then I Googled it, and that was the date and yeah, everything no. that I had gotten. It, it's not tomorrow. It's uh, January 25th. And nice. It's, uh, the Met. And um, what about there's what about that Jason Sudankis um, and uh, the... Uh, Anna Waddingham? Anna Waddingham at the Couch Tomato. In oh, in Mania. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, well, cool. But uh, listen, and we're working on maybe getting Brett on for an interview. That'd be terrific. Speaking to the powers. By the way, yesterday, and they're working on it, so that'd be wonderful. Her special uh, on uh, oh, Netflix is wonderful. It's, it's a Christmas great. special, a classic Christmas special, uh, and uh, she has a fantastic voice. She's an amazing and, singer. And, and my wife's comment, she goes, that is the most form-fitting <sighs> gown that she starts off in. She is she is a full figured woman. Yeah, she yeah. is a tall drink of water, and she is insanely talented. And if you watch Ted Lasso, you will love it because almost everybody yes has has a moment on that thing, and it's great, amazing. Uh, and it's only like forty minutes long. Yes, it's, it's an easy watch as well. So. How tall do you think she is? She's I think she's like six two at yeah. least. You yeah. think so? Maybe even six three. Yeah, yeah. I think she's really tall. I don't know, you can look up the information. Do yeah. you think she's taller than that? No, no, no. She's, at least, I, I, she's at least six feet. I would... But cameras are, you know, like, you, you can never They're really... They're not that tall. You can never really tell. I was thinking maybe, like... Five, ten, oh, wow. I think she yeah. was, like, 5'11 or something. But so. in heels. 5'11". Yeah. Okay. I thought she was over six-footer, because everybody she stands next to, she towers over. Right. So, but I guess she does... Well, Hollywood is pretty short, though, too. That's yeah. true. That is true. John right. Wayne was six... No, he was five of ten. No, no, he was five six. <laughs> well, Gwendolyn Christie, who is the gal, uh, she was in Game of Thrones. She played Brianna Tarth, and she was also on Wednesday. She yeah. played the headmaster. She's six foot three. Yeah, yeah, very tall. I love her. All right, uh, let's take a break. Let's come back in a second. Let's wrap this thing up. Give away our word of the week prize. See what Pierre's got in store for you. We'll return shortly with all of that. So stay with us. 93.3 WMMR and Phoenixville First presents Preston and Steve's Christmas Miracle. The Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Edition. This Wednesday, live from the Colonial Theater in Phoenixville, PA. At stake, some of the coolest prizes, gadgets, and gifts from our winter wonderland of clients and sponsors. Like Godshaw's Bacon, Warner Brothers Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom, and the Philadelphia Sixers. You could even score a flyaway weekend to a VIP club show with Disturbed in Nashville. Listen to the Preston and Steve show or head to WMMR.com to grab your spot in the studio audience. Preston and Steve's Christmas Miracle. Some people call it a Christmas miracle. Presented by Phoenixville First. PhoenixvilleFirst.org. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your holidays. 
We are coming to a close for the week. Getting ready for next week. A lot of things planned for next week, and I will give you the rundown of all of that stuff in just a little bit. But today has been fun. I would like to uh, thank, I would like to do two things. I want to thank Marissa for filling in yes. for Casey. Hey. She did a great job while you were gone, Case. Uh, it's hard to fill your shoes, dude. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. You do a ton here. I, I um and Marissa steps up. I didn't listen. I apologize, but normally I like to listen. You were, I, I wasn't even. I'm awake. glad you didn't. You needed yeah. rest. Uh, I tuned in for just a little bit on uh, on Wednesday. I heard you guys had surf and turf here. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. You texted us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was Monterey. I love surf and turf for breakfast. Uh, that food was so good. It was yeah. awesome. You love serving for breakfast? For breakfast, yeah. Just okay. uh, That's the only time of day. Uh, and I would like to welcome you back officially again. So, good to be back, uh, thanks, guys. Back. Absolutely. So, um, and I would lo- also like to thank uh, our guest actor, Jason Isaac. Yeah. <laughs> Super nice guy. Insanely talented actor. And he is starring as Cary Grant in the new series called Archie. And it's on uh, BritBox, which is a British streaming service. Um, but it looks good. It's only like a, it's a limited series, like four. Episodes. Four episodes. They peel back the curtain. Uh, what is very cool on his uh, relationship with Jughead is a lot. Of <laughs> no, that's uh, that's a comic. That's a comic. No, actually. but yeah, the, the, the Cary Grant and the real person he was. I used to read the Archie comics. I loved them. You didn't watch Riverdale, though, right? I did not. I yeah. watched a little bit of it, and it wasn't. It wasn't. My no, thing. It, it wasn't no. the comic books, but, but it was. I, it was good. I liked the comic books. Yeah. Um, and uh, Zuka Joe was a total ripoff of the Archies, was he not? Mm, I don't think so. No. Uh, no. Uh-oh. I think the prison guard is reading Archie when he's sitting on the can in uh, Shawshank. I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, and when uh, Andy starts playing the music, I'm pretty sure. I'm gonna look but that they up. had a crossover sometimes because Sabrina would be yes. in, in the Archie Sabrina's comic books. Sabrina's from the Archies, yeah. And there were a couple other ones, but I can't remember all. Of them, but uh, Reggie, Holden Caulfield, Veronica, and Holden Caulfield. There was a uh, there was a JD Salinger ran it for a little while. Archie's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we could just go on and on forever. But uh, Piero Bears here. We don't want to eat up any more of his time. Hey, man. Oh, eat away. Eat away. Yeah. How you doing today? Excellent. All right, man. Excellent. It's a lovely day out. Is it? Yeah, it's um, it's like forty six, forty seven degrees, but it's, sun's out. Sun is out, sun's and out. it doesn't feel cold. Yeah, there's no wind. It's crisp, and, right? Um, yeah, Kathy and I were growing vegetables in our garden. Aww. We were. Yeah, oh. and uh, we didn't need to water them because the moisture from the excess of the cloud formation, cumulus mm. clouds, give you enough perspiration to actually take care of the plants. <laughs> Winter's the like best a- time for vegetable growing. Mm-hmm. Looks like a clear sky out there. Though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, those invisible clouds. Well, yeah. they're, they're cloud. I see them, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> you see a lot of stuff. I don't I, see, man. Yeah, it's really true. <laughs> There's Jim Morrison right over there. Oh, okay. Yuck on my yak, whatever it was. <laughs> yuck my yum. <laughs> don't yuck on my yum. I'm sorry. Uh, Nick was right. He pulled up the video proof. He was reading a Jughead Very um, happy with comic book wow. when uh, in Shawshank Redemption. All right. Shall we do the letter of the day, Mr. Robert? Oh, yeah. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter E as in early. All right. And we will take caller number seven at 215-263-WMMR. We need to know what the word of the week is in order for you to win the Word of the Week prize, which I'll tell you about in just a moment. So 
give us a call right about now. You got some big things planned for today? Yeah, first I wanted to mention yes. uh, my interview with Dolly Parton oh, uh, uh, is up now at WMMR.com. And like when you guys had her, she couldn't have been cooler. And she, I got a little, uh, I got to make it do a little clip, but she said, Pierre Robert, I love that name. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, she, she's just she's just enchanting. Oh, it's, it's so enchanting, you know. And I mean, she on that record, she's got everyone from Rob Halford of Judas Priest yeah. to Pat Benatar uh, to Joan Jett and the Blackhearts backing her up on uh, "I Hate Myself for Loving You." She covers Freebird yeah. on that record. You know, I, she uh, covers "Stairway to Heaven" and "We Are the Champions" from Queen. McCartney's in there. Yeah, uh, McFleetwood and and uh, and God, Nikki so many Six. People. I yeah. mean, it's one, up one side and down. And Ann Wilson and Lizzo. I mean, she's got all these wild people. Yeah. And, uh, and it's just like I was thinking, well, if Dolly Parton calls you and said, you want to come play on my record, who is going to say no? Yeah, right, right. Yeah. And I'm a, I'm a McCartney's part, you can clearly hear his piano and, you know, his voice is harmonizing in the background on oh. Let It Be, which we played yesterday. We played all of Let It Be and Heartbreaker. She gets Pat Benatar and Neil Giraldo to play on that. Um, yeah, it's re- just so much fun. We played the Joan Jett, I Hate Myself for Loving You. And I played some clips. Peter Frampton, Baby, I Love Your Way. He mm. duets it with her and he does this beautiful acoustic guitar. Anyway, uh, the conversation is up at WMMR. Awesome. Thank you. Got to check that out. Yeah. All right, so what's happening? On the program, we'll have one more pair of Def Leppard and Journey tickets, and we will have a combined block of them because it just went on sale uh, as of uh, about a half an hour ago. And that'll be at the park. Uh, we also have uh, blocks of Corey Taylor. That show went on sale today. And a block of Christmas music. Oh, it's terrific. Very enjoyable, sir. All right, we'll go to the phones and try to get a winner. Caller number seven happens to be Andy. All right, let's get him on the line. Alan, and- Alan, Andy! Hang on a second, Andy. I got to Alan chill out for a minute here. All right, I'm doing great. Uh, Andy, you ready to give us a word of the week, buddy? I sure am, as the cars would sing. Who's going to drive you home? Great day in the morning. Drive is correct. And drive is what you're going to get to do, Andy. We have a stock car racing experience, Pocono Raceway for two. And this is fantastic. You're going to get behind the wheel of a 160-mile-per-hour stock car on the Super Speedway at Pocono Raceway, buddy. I love driving fast, and I love you guys. Oh, fantastic. All right. Hang on, bud. We'll get your info, and we'll set you up. Don't forget, it is fantastic. You can. I've done it a couple of times. You can get a gift voucher at 877stockcar.com, 877stockcar.com. I would like to take this moment to thank our sponsors, Preston and Steve Show, brought to you today by Duncan. And the President Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Trinity Rehab. Locations all over and now open in King of Prussia. Trinity-Rehab.com. Next week on this program, listen to all this. We're going to have Curtis Armstrong. Yes, Booger from Revenge of the Nerds and many other things. Uh, We'll have uh, Namish Patel, comedian, is going to be checking in. Our good friend, director extraordinaire Zack Snyder will be joining us. And Peter Billingsley from A Christmas Story, Ralphie. And on top of all that, Christmas Miracle Live broadcast. Oh, my God. We're going to have a great week next week. That is it. Kazumba. We are done. Kazumba. Rage on. Keep it in nooch. We'll see you later, gang. (laughs) Bye-bye. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR.
Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen.